Bright Suns, you're now listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. Punch it, Chewie! What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my son. This is so wizard. We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle. The beginning. <laughs> So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. You're a feisty little one, but you'll soon learn some respect. So, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is madness. You can't! What's Lisa saying? Join the conversation with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the Star Wars friends at show at starwarsfriends.com if you have a comment or question you want us to read live on the show. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars Friends! Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinet, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. And joining me on this wonderful Rogues Gallery episode are my Star Wars friends. This is Josh, and I'm wondering, Chris, do you want a scoop of vanilla, chocolate, or mint chocolate chip? I want all the scoops, baby. I want the Neapolitan no scoops. Give me the no hottest scoop. scoops. Scoop I want those scoops to melt all over me. <laughs> this is Kyle, and I do not have any scoops, but I am glad to be back recording <laughs> with my Star Wars friends yeah. for the first time in a few weeks. Oh, my goodness. It's felt, dude, it really has felt like a long time. It probably has been a long time. It's probably been one year in in real time, but like one week in coronavirus time yeah, or something yeah. like however that works. How many hyperspace jumps have you gone through since well, the last I, time you were uh, or light low light, light speed, speed skipping? skipping Sorry. So it's <laughs> you don't have to explain it. It uh, just works. It just happens. It just happens. Unexplainable time loss. Yes, I am happy that you're back, Kyle. We've done uh done I think three shows in your absence. Uh, so it's good to have you back on because as much as you say you don't have the scoops, I'm going to get them out of you today. And we're no going to scoops, man. Yeah, it's going to be good. I am looking forward to talking Mandalorian season 2 trailer predictions with both of you today because we did it on the last episode and it was a lot of fun and we just I mean really a lot of that stuff just came out of thin air just as conversations happen when you have a real conversation. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. This is uh, this is episode 47 of the Star Wars Wars. Guys, we've done 47 of these. That is awesome. And I don't even know how many weeks we've been a show yet. I don't know. I mean, our one year will probably correlate with... Uh, getting close, I think. Yeah, yeah. Probably with the Mandalorian season two drop right around then. My birthday week. Your birthday week, happy baby boy. Happy birthday, baby boy. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you got a lot of stuff coming out. Squadrons and uh, Mandalorian coming out on your birthday week. So that's kind of sweet. But yeah, episode 47. That's nuts. We're close to 50. And we put out something on Twitter the other day asking what people wanted to hear for episode 50. Uh, I think people just responded with something to the effect of like a big, fat, juicy episode. 
Um, <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means, but we'll figure it out. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Um, but yeah, if there's any anyone that's listening, if you have a suggestion, you have just a few more episodes, literally two more episodes before we hit episode 50, let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what you want us to discuss. I personally would like to hear from you and definitely drop us a voice voicemail at show at starwarsfriends.com. So you can just send a voice memo. We'll gl- gladly play that. Answer any questions, play whatever commentary you have. I want to hear from you. We do this show for us, but we also do it for you too. Uh, so it would be critical to hear from you for that episode. We literally love making Star Wars friends around the world. So let's hear from you. Send us in some comments. If you want to play it on episode 50, that would mean a lot. What do both of you want to do for episode 50? Let's get Mark Hamill on. (laughs) I was actually, that's crazy. You said that because I was like, well, let's just have Dave Filoni do an interview for our 50th. Why How about both? Yeah. Why not both? At the same time. Yeah. That'd yeah. be good. Our so, good buddies, Mark Hamill and Dave Filoni. We'll get them we'll on. We'll just have our people call their people and work something out. Yeah. It'll be a roundtable. We'll do a, we'll just do a roundtable with everybody. So you thought yeah. that the Mandalorian Director Squadron episode was cool. Wait till you see what we do for episode 50. Now that's yeah. a scoop. There you go. You can publish that one all you want. Uh, please. In reality, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna pay Kevin Cabral to pretend he's those people <laughs> Not tell anybody. Yeah, hey Kev, you we'll, want uh, you want a little Venmo? Uh, come on and pretend. Yeah, no. We'll lose the video recording of it somehow. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I swear they were there, guys. No, but for real. I mean, what would you guys like to do for episode fifty? Uh, I mean, is it even a milestone that we should celebrate? Should we wait till we get to episode one thousand one hundred thirty-eight? Or uh, every episode is special, Chris. <laughs> What's that? Every episode. Every episode is special. Is special. That's true. That is true. Every episode is special. The uh, We just recorded, speaking of special episodes, we just recorded an interview with legendary Star Wars composer Kevin Kiner. So that will drop some point this week and uh, will be a supplemental episode to our weekly episode. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, Kevin Kiner has probably the longest beard I have seen all of all quarantine. So it is... Uh, it it's is just a, a goatee, though. It's, it's like just a, a, just a, a long yeah. goatee. Yeah, it is... Uh, okay. I, I definitely was surprised. <laughs> I'll put it that way. It is an impressive goatee. And, it was so uh, long we couldn't actually see where it ended. It, this is very true. <laughs> it dipped below the desk line, which is wild. It, it's, which means it's possible it doesn't end. I mean, you can't know for sure. <laughs> Forever beard. It's an endless yeah. goatee. I love it. Uh, so that Kevin Kiner episode will drop probably after this episode drops so we'll uh, we'll put this out on our you know iTunes Spotify I don't you know I think people are still listening on Podchaser uh you know I don't know if people listen on SoundCloud proper but wherever you're listening to our podcast we would love to I actually too. listen to it on SoundCloud for it Oh really? Who's <laughs> curious? Yeah, I I listen to our show on SoundCloud. I'm a SoundCloud guy. That's yeah, SoundCloud's a nice app if you, Oh, you if know you what? Know. Nope. I I lied. I listen on Spotify. I even just messed up my own my own apps. <laughs> wow. I do not listen on wow. SoundCloud. I listen on Spotify. Hey, Kyle, you were not uh well, actually both of you. I just realized this. We broke 10,000 listens over the last month. And uh, I mean, just in the last month, we had 10,000 listens, uh, which is a milestone for our show. Um, We definitely hit some uh, some great listening numbers there. So thank you to everyone that's checked out Star Wars Friends. And hopefully if you're listening to us now, um, you know, give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. That would really help us out. But uh, it means a lot that you've joined in and tuned in. So that was good. Chris, I, I have a confession to make. 
Oh no. You you ever get one of those like spam things on Instagram where it's like click here to buy followers? Oh no. <laughs> I, that, I I did that for our show. It's actually only my mom listening. <laughs> On, she's got it on a loop yeah, 24 hours a yeah. day. She's got like those, uh, what are the, you ever see those iPhone farms where they just mount like She's just like got iPhones? a wall of different yep. phones playing <laughs> it. Well, thanks Josh's mom for listening to Star Wars Friends. It makes we'll us feel take good. take it where we can get it. Let's uh, let's consult Snoke and hear what he has to say about the 10,000 oh, listeners. No? Snoke, you're not going to talk? No. No Snoke tonight. I got him out on the last episode. Snoke's a weird one. So for those who are uh, listening at home, I have probably in that jar right now. (laughs) The Sith holocron uh, is not speaking to me the way I want it to. I was trying to get some nuggets of wisdom or some sage advice from Snoke himself or itself. Well, it would really be from Palpatine, Palpatine, right? Question mark. It's super clear. I'm not. Still haven't figured out that mystery, but hey, who cares? (laughs) So, I mean, whatever. I, you know, I. I do wish Snoke was a real villain. I still don't know if I put Snoke in the category. To your point, it's Palpatine, correct? I mean, that's the assumption we all made. And it was never like super clearly stated. He's definitely behind him, but we don't know. Why not just be Palpatine from the start? (sighs) I know, I know, I know. And I got a voicemail I'm going to play a little bit later. We... I don't want to. I don't want to get too hard on Rise of Skywalker. I don't want to go down that path, especially when there's some good news going on. Uh, Star Wars news this week. Da, 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 da. I don't have any cool bumper music, but the I have been hit up on social by several people asking me if I'm excited about this, and I can tell you with certainty I'm very excited about the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. This is so cool. I actually am too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited about this. Well, I was at work and I got a text message. They're like, "Did my one friend was like, yo, holiday special question mark?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I love it, cool." And uh, and I was like, "What are you What are you talking about?" They sent me the link, and this looks so cool, man. So on November 17th, the Star Wars holiday Lego sp- or Lego holiday special is coming out. I've seen that there's a lot of hoopla and a lot of uh, malarkey on social media about whether or not this is canon, man. Ugh. Like, okay, listen. It's Lego. Come on. It's yeah, Lego. it's a fun thing. It's just a fun thing. Stop attacking Matt Martin. Please leave him alone. It's a fun holiday thing for you and your family, hopefully kids, to enjoy. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, those Lego Freemaker adventures are hilarious. They're so goofy. But if you're like so stuck on this being a canon thing, I'm sorry. Um, have some fun. Just laugh. Enjoy your characters. Star Can Wars have a- is serious, Chris. <laughs> I guess you're right. Uh, <laughs> it is, uh, but it is kind of disturbing to see people go on and yell at other people about the fact that this this must be canon. It has to be canonized. And I'm just like, dude, is it that serious? It's going to be ridiculous. But anyways, this is going to be, I guess, a, a new Life Day saga. I do hope that there's a musical. I hope that Ahmed Best it portrays Jar Jar Banks and does a musical number in this. I think that would be fantastic. Or a Lego AP5 comes back and sings a holiday croons. AP5 croons a holiday song. I would love that. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'll say, I'm, I'll predict that this is going to be the best holiday special ever Ooh. of all of all the Star Wars holiday specials. 
I think this will be the best one. Oh, I think you might be right, actually. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did I? Okay, so we so we interviewed Kevin Kiner uh, a couple days ago, and after the interview was over, we hung out as Star Wars friends do, and we just talked a lot, and we brought up the holiday special, and um, you know, I admitted that I actually don't like the holiday special. I, I mean, listen, I love it. It's I love it because terrible. it's so absurd. It's so awful. Um, but it's not any good. That doesn't no, no, just no. because I like it doesn't mean it's good. So Kyle, to your point, I think, yeah, this will be the best holiday special. For yeah, sure. the, Top I mean, two the bar's, for sure. The bar's so so low. <laughs> it's like it's such a safe bet. If there's if there's a place I can bet on it, I will bet on it because it's like a guarantee. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. Now the other thing is they're also Lego is releasing an advent calendar on September first. Now I have not pulled the trigger on one of these advent calendars. Have you seen them? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I know what an advent calendar is. So they make a Star Wars Lego and a Star Wars Harry Potter uh, Lego advent calendar. The price wait, point is 30. Wait, they make it's, a Star Wars explain, Harry Potter? Yeah, explain a Star I Wars Harry Potter. I will buy that right wait, now. Wait, wait, because... did I not put a comma in my voice? Uh... <laughs> they make a Star Wars Lego and a Harry Potter Lego? Uh, yes, advent calendar? separate, okay. separate, separate. Uh, so the advent calendar, if you're unfamiliar with the concept of this, it's basically like a blind box that, uh, usually filled with chocolate and it's usually, uh, just like a bell or a boot or an ice skate or something like that. And a chocolate ice skate, a chocolate ice skate. Why not? Because, <laughs> because religion. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Lego puts out these advent calendars every holiday and these star Wars ones, I've Listen, I'm surrounded in a room by thousands and thousands of Star Wars items. I've never bought a Star Wars advent calendar because they're $30. And I'm not a Lego collector. I have a couple Lego pieces, but I'm not paying $30 for a blind box. Um, <laughs> really, you know, we talk about blind boxes all the time. And the price point on them is so crazy. Like there's one on Shop Disney right now for Haunted Mansion stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, $14.99. And there's only 18 different characters you can get. And it's just like, right. you re you really have to love them all. You really have to love them all if you want to get into that. But uh, they are releasing a Lego advent calendar for those who are interested. They usually so is it like an actual normal size Lego figure in oh, each yeah. one yeah. or what? Like a character? Yeah, or accessories. So um, they might have like Bulio's head uh, with like some fake Lego blood underneath it or whatever. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, they might have some weapons or lightsaber accessories. But yeah, it's mainly a life size or a, not life size. Jesus. Uh, it's usually like just a Lego figure, okay. like a full size one. Yeah. But uh, they did have a screenshot from this holiday special and it showed some. There was one photo that's really cool. I think they're on a desert planet, naturally, Star Wars. I but bet it's not Tatooine. There's no way it would be Tatooine. Why would it be Tatooine? Why would they ever go back? <laughs> uh, but there's all these lightsabers and all these Jedi. It looks like Mace Windu. It looks like a younger Kenobi. looks like an older Kenobi. I and read a thing about they were doing some sort of time travel to put yeah. all these different characters in the same place at the same time. Dude. I'm ready Whatever. for it's it. It's fun to me. Yeah. I'm I'm so ready for this. So this will be fun. I don't if you are not uh entertained by the the just the mere fact of a Lego holiday special, I'm very Don't uh, be a scrooge. Just yeah, don't be a scrooge. Have fun, yeah. man. Just Star Wars is all about having fun. All the time. Hundred percent of the time. So at least No let, Grinch is allowed. Don't even <laughs> right. try it. Let yourself enjoy this one. All right, another piece of news here. We did get a blurb about the upcoming Alphabet Squadron 
the close, I guess the closing of the trilogy. This is going to be, it's called Victory's Price, released on Del Rey Star Wars. And the blurb reads this. How do you catch a shadow? How do you kill it? And when you're finally victorious, who pays the price? An Alphabet Squadron novel, Victory's Price by Alexander Freed. That sound good? Is that good? Are they going to yeah, use that? Yeah, that's good. I think cool. you're ready. All right. Thanks, Star Wars. Uh, so that'll come out. Uh, when is that coming out? Boy, oh boy. That March 2021. So just like mm. the High Republic might have been pushed back a really long time, or maybe that was just the original release date. Who knows? But those High Republic novels, if you listen to our last episode, you know that those are going to be pushed back until the new year. The, the, yeah, I was really, really hoping to get those before the holiday. Um, right now, I'm currently reading an Expanded Universe book called The Joiner King. Josh, are you familiar with The Joiner King? Yes, sir. Uh, the Joiner King Kellex, is, baby. yeah, it's, it's a very interesting book. It does have references to the Chiss, which I do enjoy. I enjoy a good Chiss tale and it's, uh, it's one of the, it's actually one of the better expanded universe. Books. I was going to say, I think that the, so the Joiner King's part of a, a, a trilogy of books about yep. the Killix and it's, I thought they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and they did, they did something a little bit different. You know, with the whole hive mind stuff and the insectoid alien, you know, we don't see a whole lot of that kind of stuff. So I thought it was cool. Yeah, I think I think it's a pretty good book. So that's currently what I'm reading. I'm still trying to wrap up Cursed, which is totally not a Star Wars thing. But uh, I have I'm reading like five books the right book now. Or the book or the show? I, I finished the show and I bought the book because I love okay. the show so much. And I it, it's nothing like the show. It's like 60% <laughs> of the show. So okay. I'm, get, I'm getting through it. Now, one book I did just finish, which I guess um, actually we're jumping the gun here a little early, but who cares? Uh, let's let me back this up. Play it. Play the bumper. Let's do it. Your lightsabers will make a fine addition to my collection. So a little, uh, yeah, ear splitting here. We're trying, you know, StreamYard's a funky thing. It's uh, the volumes are all crazy for us too on the back end. But this, this is the Star Wars Travelers Galaxy's Edge Travelers Guide to Batu. So this just came out, and I literally read it in an evening. Really easy to read book. This is written by what's his name. Uh, goodness gracious, not on the cover. My goodness. I apologize to the author of this book. Timothy uh, Zahn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, there is an author. There he is. Elok Throno, which I'm assuming is probably a Star Wars pseudonym. But this is basically a... Wait a minute. Is- Wait a minute. Did, did the author of that book make a, a marriage of Sleaze Bagano and Thrawn to make a name? Elok Elok Throno. Sounds like it to me. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Those are his I, two favorite characters. There is or her. <laughs> this weird. book. It, yeah, it is a weird m- mix up. But no, there is an author for this book. Um, but I forget I, it, it. It doesn't really list the name. That's the first scoop of the show. Is that there is an author author <laughs> for this book? This book hey, has an author. You heard it here first, folks. What's the name I can't of the wait book? To see the tweets. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's my hot scoop for the day. Uh, the Traveler's Guide to Batu does have an author. So we'll figure out that name as it goes on. Supposedly. But here's the deal with this book. This book is written as a in-universe Traveler's Visitor's Guide. So if you ever bought like a, you know, I want to go visit Seattle or Disneyland or whatever, and you buy those books, this is written the same exact way. Now, I am 
insanely devoted to Galaxy's Edge, having been there and totally falling in love with it. It's the truth, especially as a Star Wars fan. It's the truth. This is a nice little supplement to not being there right now because we would, the Star Wars Friends podcast, just to be clear, we would have been at Galaxy's Edge like a week from now. So uh, this is kind of, um, it's kind of a bummer to talk about Celebration, but this book is cute. It's very easy to read, but it doesn't offer more than what you already know. It is written by Cole Horton in the guise of his in-universe character, Elok Throno. Elok Throno. Love it. There you go. Cole Horton. So this is a Cole Horton book. Thanks, Kyle. Yep. And Many apologies is- to Cole Horton. <laughs> also, also author of Star Wars Absolutely Everything You Need to Know, Star Wars The, Invis- the Visual Encyclopedia, Ooh. Star Wars Absolutely Everything You Need to Know, Updated and Expanded, Ultimate Star Wars New Edition, the book of lists, the Star Wars book of lists, and Star Wars book expand your knowledge of a galaxy far, far away. Look in addition that. to the guide to Batu. Look at that! Look at that! So he's, he's seasoned. done a lot. That's he's pretty seasoned. sweet. This book is okay. So the price point of fourteen ninety nine, I would recommend it only if you have either been to Galaxy's Edge or if you are just a completionist and you just want to get all the Star Wars books. I will probably never read it again. It'll probably just sit in my shelf on my library. Like I said, everything that's in that book, if you've been there or if you've ever researched for a trip, you already know everything in there. So there was no groundbreaking information at all in there. So uh, did you grab that online or did you pick it up at a store? Yeah, I got it on, on a pre-order. So I actually ordered it directly from the publisher and uh, came in pretty quick. So Becker and Be- Becker and Meyer books. So... I saw somebody post a link from it that's not Amazon, and I said, okay, I'll go get it. So you can get it on Amazon. I think it's the same price, $14.99. But uh, it's a fun read. Just don't expect anything groundbreaking or new canon. (sighs) You can't harass Matt Martin over it. Uh, So with that, it's a pretty good one. Um, Switching gears a little bit from books to... And we'll get to your fine editions. I'll play the bumper at a lower volume for you guys in just a second. I want to get through what the, our last news blurb here. The Cassian Andor show, which I have gone on record and have gotten many dirty looks for saying that I am more excited for the Cassian show than the Kenobi show. Man, Chris never forgets anything you say. No, I have a, I have a Loctite memory. I'm going to beat dude. it. Beat that thing to death. <laughs> Hey, I gotta just you know, I gotta keep it real, dude. They have they have announced a actor for this, and I want to say her name correctly, but I I hope I it's Adria Arjana, but so I don't a I don't really know who she is, and then I've read into who she is. She apparently was in Pacific Rim Uprising, so she was with John Boyega. She's been in a, a couple movies called Life of the Party, Triple Frontier, and then was in a Michael Bay film called Six Underground. The only other thing on her resume that I'm familiar with is the upcoming Morbius movie that is a new uh, DC movie that's coming out. So, cool. Uh, we got another actor. I don't watch any of that stuff, but, she, I mean, that doesn't mean she won't do a great job. I would rather have an unknown actor in Star Wars than a known actor. Disagree or agree? I actually said the same thing to one of my friends just the other day. Depends on the actor, I think. We we had that silly discussion with Steve Ray Morris about The Rock being in Star Wars. Kyle, you were not on that show. Would you want The Rock in Star Wars? No, but I, Kyle, that being said, you? I think 
I think Carl Weathers has been awesome. Mm. I think Werner Herzog was awesome. Uh, you know, and the uh, Pedro Pascal was awesome. And these are not unknown people by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, it obviously can work both ways. For sure. For sure. I think The Rock is just a different level of superstardom. Uh, That's like putting Lady Gaga just- in Star Wars. You know, he would have to play an alien and it, they would he would have to be some kind of like big hulking alien type. They could find the right role for him. I don't know that he leads a Star Wars movie, but like, you know, that that alien you fight in uh, in uh, Fallen Order, like the big yeah. inquis- like the giant inquisitor the, alien the third thing, sister like, or the second yeah, sister. He'd have yeah. to play something like that. Like, I, I mean, don't or- think he could be a human. Or they do what they like. They do what they did in Guardians, where they they cast Vin Diesel and then put him in and made him Groot, where he's like, you know, oh, that's great, that's like, great, something like that. Cap, yeah. Now, The Rock does have a striking resemblance to a character from a prequel movie that I know everyone is asking. Now, this is a scoop. This is hey, listen up, Twitter. This is a Star Wars friend scoop. So go ahead and break this out two months from now as your own. Uh, Captain Panaka. The prequel, the the origin story of Captain Panaka. We can go travel to Captain Panaka's homeworld, where the Rock could be the guiding light on teaching Captain Panaka how to fight, and then he eventually gets to Naboo and becomes Queen Amidala's royal uh, security pro. You know what I'm talking about? Like everyone has been asking for that Captain Panaka movie. And here we go. Now yeah, you can put I, the I rock in it. I hear people begging for it every day. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's a deep cut, but I mean, we're uh, it's on the radar now. Now it's a scoop. Now we're going to get the rock cast in the Captain Panaka movie. So I cannot wait for that. That's more pre- prequel qu- content for you for you folks out there. So that'll be good. I'm more along the lines of what Josh was saying. Let's throw him in the in a suit and make him uh Dexter Jester. He's huge. Oh. I mean, he's a giant person. Throw two extra arms on him, and and he can start flipping uh, whatever ner- <laughs> Nerf burgers or whatever he's making back there. Nerf burgers. I would eat a Nerf burger. I'm pretty dang I'd hungry. Give it a right shot. Now. I don't know. I'm surrounded by marshmallows and candy, uh, and I can't eat that on a microphone. It sounds so disgusting. So what's the? You know who what's he could the play? Oh, go ahead. This is going to be a random question, but you guys know the books a little better than I do. What's the? So the the I think it was the very first new canon book uh, the dawn of the jedi yeah by kevin uh, uh, kevin anderson i think yeah what yeah. was the gross food they were eating and it was like a code for something they went to this do, <laughs> do you remember what i yes it, maybe it was nerf nuggets or yes, something I, but they were supposed right. to be really gross i think nerf nuggets is is pretty accurate from what i remember i haven't read that book in no it's kevin green kevin hearn Kevin Hearn. Kevin Hearn. Not yeah, Kevin that's Anderson. Right. No, it was Nerf Nuggets. I haven't read I think it in it was, years. Yeah. But they were supposed to be really nasty, whatever they are. It was like something nobody would ever order. Yeah, it was uh, Nerf Nuggets. <laughs> I think you're right, dude. I think you're 100% on. That was a good book, if I remember correctly. It was good. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, any Luke Skywalker books, I would like to. Uh, I would like to read those. I even like that Luke Skywalker children's hardback that came out a few years ago. I think it's called The Adventures of Luke Skywalker. It's like a white and red book came out right before Last. Oh, it's Jedi. like all the the legends and stuff. Like, yeah, it's all like yeah. embellished stories. It, sh- it there's a story in there about how he fishes with that giant pole that he like. Uh, huh. He like moves from ravine to ravine in Last yeah. Jedi, so that was pretty cool. I'm actually really excited to get this Clone Wars book that's coming out soon. The Tales of Whatever, it's like the certain point of view book, but it's actually like not a certain point of view, it's just actual canon tales. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, got a very cool cover with Rex's helmet, looks awesome. Looks awesome. There's a new yes. Boba Fett uh story in there, yes. I've heard. 
Yes, that's what I was just going to get oh, into. Thank God. I well, wasn't saying that to troll. I was just saying that because it's news. You know what? To that po- to that point, Boba Fett. Did you see Daniel Logan's tweet this week? No. Oh, well, you might want to jump on Daniel Logan's. You haven't blocked too many scoops. I I don't really have him blocked. I did say that. (laughs) (laughs) So Daniel Logan tweeted this week in response to this Boba Fett canon story coming out. Someone asked him, hey, are they finally going to tell the story of the dent in Boba Fett's helmet? And he posted a couple photos of the unreleased Clone Wars episodes that we thought we were going to get in season seven. And he basically said, yo, dude, I've recorded audio for several episodes. I hope that they get released someday. And he posted those screen grabs, uh, screen grabs of the images the the i guess rough sketch footage of cad bane and boba fett in a duel Mm -hmm. and it shows his helmet on the ground smoking where the the dent is so i don't think we're going to get that story in the book and plus maggie has already read it and um she's obviously love to get that story somewhere though though i would hope that we get it in visual form i know we're not going to get it in bad bad batch but who knows well, maybe the fourth or fifth time that Clone Wars gets revived, that'll be one of the episodes they do. Maybe it'll be our gift for watching the Star Wars Holiday Special, the Lego version, and they'll just put it at the, the tail the tail end of the credits. Fifteen minute Clone Wars episode. Here's your here's your holiday gift. Uh, Life Day, Life Day gift. So this will be, uh, you know, I hope we get to see it. I like that Daniel Logan's very vocal about it, and hopefully that gains some momentum as we go on. But uh, if they revive Clone Wars. No objections from me. I'm down you know, for I'm, more side I'm tales. I'm all for Cad Bane. Yeah, I, I would love, love Cad that. Shuta or something. Hey, Star Wars friends, it's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and the resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you push up your glasses at the other 99%. Did you know that John Williams has 52 Academy Award nominations in his career to date? The only other person with more nominations is some guy named Walter Disney? Never heard of the guy. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. Hi, this is Kevin Kiner, composer for Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. I'm happy to be a Star Wars friend. Looking for fun and excitement without having to join the First Order or Resistance? Come join your Star Wars friends and experience the fun and excitement at Canto Bight Hotel and Casino located on the beautiful planet of Cantonica. Our state-of-the-art facility offers a beautiful Fathia racetrack, all the newest hollow tables, and the finest libations and cuisine across the galaxy. Enjoy top-notch entertainment nightly such as Figrin Dan and the Modal Nodes, the Max Rebo Band, and Erodia Ventifoli. 
Witness some of the fastest sky racing in the galaxy with first-rate pilots Hype Phazon. Hype Phazon is in the building! Tora Doza. Where's my cute little furball? Freya Fenris and Griff Halloran. Okay, I still don't get why we all had to come along. Just listen to some of our happy guests. Oi! Misa love Canto Bite Hotel and Casino! Misa win muy muy credits! Whether you're here for relaxation or excitement, the Canto Bite Hotel and Casino can provide whatever you desire. There is so much to do here. Odds are, you'll have the time of your life. Maybe. Gambling problem? Reach out by Hotline to the New Republic Gambling Addiction Hotline. The number is 800-IMI-NDBT. The number again is 800-IMI-NDBT. One more time, the number is 800-IMI-NDBT. This advertisement has been brought to you by the Star Wars Friends. Please handle responsibly. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Star Wars Friends podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one! Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. Still waiting for that campaign Black Series, though. That would be very nice. It's coming. The rumored... The rumored... Cad Bane Black Series. Now there, no. Well, Yakface has said that there is a bunch of random Black Series figures traveling right now. They don't even know what they are. They have all the code names for them, uh, but they should be arriving at stores here in the next month or so with this Galaxy's Edge shipment. The Hondo figure, the DJ Rex figure, which I was able to pre-order the DJ Rex Black Series figure, but I still haven't seen a link for Hondo yet. But people are finding. I really it in want stores. that Hondo. That's. If you go on the hunt, people have found them. I've seen three photos so far from around the country. That's a Target exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I was at my Target today, and there was nothing. Man, they still, nothing. but do they still have those lightsabers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can always count on them to yeah, have those lightsabers. Yeah, there's the Screamo lightsabers or whatever they're called. I want to know if anyone listens to the Star Wars Friends show. Please email the show or tweet at us to let us know if you actually legitimately enjoy the screaming lightsaber. Where, if you don't know what we're talking about, this is kind of a thing we've talked about in Star Wars Friends for almost a year now. The we com- continually go into stores that have no Star Wars stock except for bucket loads of these lightsabers. Oh, that you can record your own voice. You can record a cat meow. You can record a truck driving down the street. You can record dead air and. Yeah, of course Josh has oh, one. Of man, course Josh has one. This guy. So listen, uh, <laughs> so we are recording this podcast for release on all of our podcast channels, but we are doing it on StreamYard and Facebook. From time to time, we're going to start doing these rogues galleries where we just pop on online randomly. Josh just showed on screen that he has one of these. Now, Josh, would you dare unboxing this valuable Star Wars item here, or do you want to... Would you want to keep it for legacy purposes so the value increases in 37 years? No, I'm probably going to open it because I re- I told you guys this. I think I probably told you this off uh, air, but I realized the... I can't get it to stop making noise now. I realized <laughs> the the value of it. Let it, me let me, let me me show you. Yeah, I want to know everything about this lightsaber. So we're actually getting a real live unboxing right now. Do you, I know finances are private, but is do you feel comfortable saying how much you paid for that? It was on clearance. Tab picked it up because she knew I wanted it. Um, and I can't remember, but it wasn't expensive. <laughs> okay. The graphic on the side is literally... I kind of liked that screaming hand version of the TIE Fighter, actually. Yeah, look that at, looks look like at that a TIE Fighter. Logo. <laughs> okay, so... 
let's think of on? Kyle. Let's think of like a inside joke, uh, like where we tease Chris about. What's something we tease Chris about? Uh, the gross stuff he drinks. Oh, got it right here, baby. So, so you can do this. <laughs> Say something loud. Pond water. Pond water. Now, Pond. now every time I. It sounds like a first order trooper. Have you have every you ever time seen I that, that old like uh, that old like YouTube video of the people LARPing where the guy's like fireball, 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 fireball. That's what that sounds like to me. So I know I know some uh, live action role players and some LARPers. I, yeah, I found out that they. They have to say the number of like whatever, however many hit points it's gonna. Whoa. So like, if I'm stabbing you and it, it's two damage, I have to go two, 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 two. <laughs> like while I'm stabbing you. What? Why don't you just yes. say a hundred and go for the death blow? You know what I'm saying? Because well, like, if you're not strong enough, you oh. know. a million bazillion, a million bazillion. <laughs> <laughs> that seems way too hard to pay attention to. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I do have a larper. I've, I think I've talked about this on either this show or no one is listening. And I have a LARPer that lives in my neighborhood. She lives like four or five houses down and she goes full regalia. She's got these, uh, she pulls them out of her garage, puts them in the driveway. She has these, you know, four or five, like, um, full size, you know, dummies that she just goes after. And I've never heard her say two or repeatedly, uh, well, you wouldn't do that against a dummy, Chris. That'd be silly. That's only when you're playing against other. They're live action role players. Right. Well, hey, you got to practice somehow. That sounds like it would yeah. be distracting. Now, Josh, we go ahead and hold that. Do you still have the pond water saved on the on the lightsaber? Um, here? Let's get a good. I'm not shot sure. Let's see. No, I don't. I don't think so because I think it's technically like in demo mode right now. <laughs> so it's like gives you ten not, ten goes. No, well, no, I stopped playing with it, so it like turned off or whatever. But what's something that Kyle doesn't like? Oh, here we go. After the beat, say something loud. Boba Fett on a dragon. 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 Oh, I had to speed it up a little bit because it's only got a certain amount of time. Dude, okay. You know what? Let's just. In case the audio is not picking that up, it's saying Boba Fett on a dragon. Boba Fett on a dragon. Boba Fett on a dragon. It's like a little tiny, like, news cast. Boba Fett on a dragon. So let's let's go in this story. Let's just buy up a handful of them, bring them to Celebration 2022, and let's just. That's what go I said. Crazy, Can you dude. imagine we're doing our live podcast in the pool, and then I come out and I start swinging this thing at Chris, and it's saying pond water, pond water. Dude. You know, it's just oh, perfect. That's too good. Okay, well, I, I am actually super jazzed that you actually own that thing. I didn't know anyone yes, that I owned too. one until right now. So when we were when what were we doing? Oh, I think it was like after our last interview, we were still on talking for like an hour. I was like, oh, I have two things to show you guys, and I couldn't find the other one. The other one was this. But I'm oh. glad that I got to do it with Kyle here on in front of everybody because that's uh, yeah, that's better. That way out. better reveal. Way better reveal. So I'm all done with news. Do you guys want me to hit you with the bumper for fine additions? Unless you have any things. news articles, you guys anything in the news for you? All right. Well, let's play. I, I did see a oh. leak thing, but I think I don't know if it was new or not. I was. Is I was it on real Reddit. or is it trash? Well, no. It's probably. I mean, it's probably trash. A leak. Did you guys a leak? See? Yeah. Well, I, it's it was on Star Wars leaks. I think it's just a scoop. But there was some yeah, article. There was some article that said that they're not doing animated uh, Rebels sequel because they're doing it in live action. Are there? 
Oh, and they're give me you know, a break. Hard what? pass. Like, come no, on, bro. Like, Wait, what's the? That is not the Star Wars friends way. This is this is not the way. <laughs> what I'm a... just telling you what I read. I'm not. Saying... Oh, I know. I know. So it's okay. It's okay. Why do people just say things like what? <sighs> like, this wasn't what? an article. <laughs> right. A real right. on a website. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I know. <I'm> just, <laughs> adds legitimacy to it. Okay, boomer. Like <laughs> it's just because somebody wrote it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, hey, let's move on. <laughs> we'll talk scoops oh, later. Geez. Let's talk scoops later. Let's get into uh, the segment again here. Your lightsabers will make a okay. fine addition to my collection. Better volume. Yeah, Grievous yes. did not yell at me okay, that time. Good, good. So. I've already talked about my my book. I have a few other things. Is there is there anything either of you would like to share that you've picked up recently? I got a few things. Um, at Ollie's, which I think we've all talked about before, we all like to stop by there. If Ollie's wants to sponsor us, I mean, shout out to Ollie's. I was just there today. <laughs> Yo, Ollie! Uh, but <laughs> but yeah. uh, I got. I actually was jealous because I saw Josh talk got this and if he already talked about it on the air sorry but it's like a 12 inch hasbro uh emphasis nest figure that's got it's mostly plastic but it's got some soft goods on it too um and it's pretty cool i actually took it out of the box i got it for oh chris has one too oh yeah we've all we got to get one for make sure justin and maggie have one we'll all have a a nice little emphasis nest figure but it stands up really well it's got some weight to it and uh it looks really nice. It's a cool character, and it was like five bucks. So it drives me uh, crazy. I've never seen this in a store until Ollie's. You know, yeah, like, I would I would have probably paid full price for it, but here we go. I got it for a fiver. Yeah, Josh still has his in box, and you know I'm so weird about keeping my stuff in box, but I figured there's a thousand of them at Ollie's. <laughs> I, I might go get Agreed. One. I don't know. I had to take this out because all my other emphasis nest stuff cool. is out of box yeah. and it's just such a gorgeous figure. You're right. Kyle. Yeah. The package mostly covers it up and it stands up on my desk really nice. So I like it. So it's funny. I took this one out of the box, but I still have this numbskull in package. Is that, oh, it's Callus. I, I saw Ooh. that exact um, that exact <laughs> line. I saw the Inquisitor today out oh, of five really? below. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't grab him, but I saw the Inquisitor. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, these twelve inch figures are not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the Emphis Nest box, if I remember correctly, I threw that box out a long time ago. They have other twelve inch figures from the Solo movie as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. On the side, there's Han. And an Imperial Trooper. I'd pick, oh, yeah. I'd pick up that Imperial Trooper for better. sure. For sure. I've not seen either one of them ever. The this Emphis Nest at Ollie's is the only thing I've yeah. ever seen. All the solo I do, stuff. I do wish her like fur on her shoulders was yeah. soft goods yeah. instead of this plastic. But I paid four ninety nine for this figure, so I you know I got good value for my money. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it's way better of a figure than the Agent Cal's figure. For mm-hmm. sure. The Agent Cows figure is very lifeless and dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't no, to uh he doesn't have any facial hair either. He's uh, he's a not, baby it's face. It's not hot callus. No, baby it's, face. It's callus. early, early years callus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a good pickup, man. Ollie's that's a that's a sleeper. You you know, there's some pretty mm-hmm. decent stuff there from time to time. The books that come through there especially are really good. Oh, you can get a great deal on books, especially if you're a comic reader. Yeah. They've got graphic novels all over the place, uh, trade paperbacks. Uh, I also found at Ollie's, I don't have it in the room with me, but um, a 17-inch 
uh, Kanan Jarrus. It's a uh, season what? one or two Kanan because he's still got his long hair and he's still his eyes and all that. Um, but I, I had gotten years ago from my mom the same scale, the same line in Ezra and a stormtrooper that I've had sitting really? in my living room for years. And I, I saw that Kanan for that at Ollie's. I, he was seven dollars, really? so I grabbed that one too. Yeah, it was pretty Holy cool. Shit. It's Hell not yeah. like fancy; they're pretty simple, but uh, it's just like molded plastic. But it's got a decent paint job and a decent face, and he's got a lightsaber that you can remove from his hand, and Any, it's pretty cool. Anything Rebels? I mean, you got to pick yeah. it up. You got to pick it up because it, it'll be gone, and you'll never find it again. And uh, I have no idea what Josh has going on. Okay. Look that's at- a Chewbacca puppet, right? Yeah, and I can't do the sounds. Let's so hear it. No, let's just- make your best Chewy sound. Rawr. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just selling it. Yeah, there you go. I cannot do a Chewy. It's, uh, we'll get Kevin Cabral on to do that one. There you go. No, that's a, that's a pretty cool puppet you got there. Did you get that at Ollie's as well? No, I got this at a, a small convention like years ago by this... Uh, maker named Ruppets like they're I don't know they make a bunch of different like um IP yeah puppets it's a pretty cool looking puppet yeah I lost his uh arm stick though so I can't you know it's okay it's okay keep my hand under the screen so you can (laughs) no it looks it looks fun we should use that in uh in a future upcoming podcast where you work on your best your best uh Wookie, uh, what is that? What is the freaking language? A Wookie roar. Uh, yeah, oh, they're they speak uh, Shira Shri Wook. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I did, I've got another thing. We all those, uh, the whole line of Black Series Rebels figures. I <laughs> <laughs> who, who doesn't want a lightsaber that has a Josh Wookie is playing growl? his Wookie lightsaber, and I won't tell you what he had to do to it to make it make the sound. It was. <laughs> Not appropriate, but no, no, no. Uh, wow. So anyway, yeah. Any more PG line of questioning. Hey, this I did toy is four ages, four plus. Four and up. Oh man, I didn't like it. It didn't look good to me. I guess it's safe though, huh? Yeah, probably real no safe. Ch- not a choking hazard. No, especially when it's still in that sweet box. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you still have that thing in the package. <laughs> But anyway, I got um, the first five of seven of the Rebels Black Series figures. They are really nice. They've got the cool artwork on the side. Here's Ezra. They did really nice, like lifelike faces for all these characters. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm kind of holding them up if you want to look on YouTube. But um, these turned out really nice. And I was telling the guys before we signed on that... The sides of the boxes, as you can see, are like at an angle. Yeah. So if you set this artwork up where it's all lined up, like you've seen online, the boxes kind of sit um, at an angle where, I don't know, you can kind of see the front edge of them a little bit, but it's just kind of a cool little detail. I like that they did that for those box collectors, because Justin's a box collector. Justin has, for those for those listening, Justin, our other host on the Star Wars Friends, he has a massive collection of black series figures and he lines them up by number and it's just a side of the box. Now the black series figure that Kyle has, they have all the, the artwork on the side, which is super cool, but my, I'm less concerned with the box. 
how are the paint jobs on those? Because part of the reason why I didn't pull the trigger on them is because I I already have all the original Rebels Black Series figures, and I didn't want to spend another 150 bucks. But I heard that they have a pretty sweet paint job compared to the originals. I think they look nice. Sabine, you can see uh, her armor is kind of weathered. There's little flecks. Of, it's hard to see on the screen with all the reflections, but there's little flecks of silver coming through, which uh, I, they would be best car, I suppose. Yeah. Um, her face looks nice. I think Zeb is, it, he actually looks pretty angry, which I don't think is. Oh yeah. Typical, he looks, yeah, typical he looks pretty, of Zeb, but um, it's a good looking figure and his, his bowcaster is displayed like really nice or, Oh, sorry. That's not a bowcaster. I was uh, going to say, excuse me, sir. His uh, bow rifle, is that what they call it? Yep, yep. Um, But it's a good, and I know that's the new figure. He's not been, this is the first release of him, but. Yeah, um, I'm so happy. I cannot wait to get my hands on my Zeb figure. I've been waiting so long for that. Hera has a really lifelike kind of human face. Now that's a way better, I could already tell on your camera, that's a way better paint job than the original Hera. And plus her gun is actually uh looks like it has some color to it so the gun looks like it has a little bit of yellow yeah. on it the yeah. original one does not so that's that's a huge it's, upgrade. it's actually like a shiny kind of copper it looks really nice that's a good looking figure that my hair figures are some of my favorite figures my hair pop is one of my favorite figures i have and there's chopper who comes with the different uh legs yeah he looks exactly the same replacement but now a little dish on the top. I'm very I'm equal parts excited that Zeb is finally out because I've waited years for Zeb, but I'm equal parts disappointed that they didn't do an upgrade to Kanan and give him the 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 mask. Kanan and Ezra and Sabine definitely should have gotten switched up because they got such different looks in season I think three or four. Um, but well, Sabine was always kind of changing, but she has a distinct hairstyle. She changed her armor. Ezra cut his hair. Uh, Kanan was obviously very different very with his different, face yeah. covering, and he cut his hair off at the very end. And all choppers, stuff, different but. paint schemes. I mean, they have a chopper yeah. pop with a with the Imperial paint scheme on it. I just really want to get some some new Rebels merch. I know that's asking a lot. All right, wait, hang on. Star Wars friend scoop tweet about this. Rebels merch probably in development. There might be <laughs> Rebels merch down the road. So, hey, look out. Tweet about it. Um, scoop, scoop, I, scoop. You know what I hate is, and I just saw it right before we signed on, is the, like, I guarantee it. I, now I can guarantee this is going to, like, <laughs> no, you can't. You No, you can't. The world I don't can't. know who these I dudes cursed, are talking but... to or look what they're looking up to to be so sure of things. Right. Or is it just a, is it just snake oil? It's all snake oil, man. You can disappear yeah, I think Twitter it's real like quick. bull crap where people are like, oh, well, well, you know, they decided to change it last night because of uh, <laughs> exactly, the fan, right. fan pushback. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's always ways yeah. to pivot out of that that debacle. So, um, but Hey, listen, star Wars friends, if it's, if it's not on starwars.com, it's not official. So mm-hmm. check your sources, be careful who you follow. We're poking fun at some scoopers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm mostly being silly. It's not like yeah. the, end of the world, but yeah, I'm a little bit more serious than everyone else on the show. So. <laughs> you, you, my, at no one is Chris, but you're gonna have to, you have to send me a follower request to yell at me. So all good. Um, so anything else that you guys picked up? 
I got the uh, the carbonized Darth Vader that Justin had already yeah. talked about in the last Slick. episodes. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is. I don't own a Darth Vader Black Series. I talked about that. I think maybe on the last show. I only own a couple Darth Vader figures, including the vintage line. There's just there's not enough uniqueness about the Darth Vader figures for me to purchase one. But that one might be it. Um, I do like the Macquarie Vader. I do have that figure. And they apparently they're coming out with a line of Macquarie Pops. So I'm Ooh. super stoked for that because um, right in front of me on my desk, I have my giant Macquarie Bible, the, uh, the, big, the big book. That's uh, they're basically the Macquarie anthology book. That's just huge. I'm a huge fan, so I can't wait to see those. I expect those. Um, here's another scoop. I expect those to come out sometime soon. So uh, those Macquarie Whoa. pops. <laughs> Whoa! Retweet. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> I'm very excited for those. But yeah, I don't own any other Darth Vader figures. I, I think that one might be the one though. I like that blue. I like that blue. Um. I got you know you know and I I prefer the six inch black I do I don't think I have a single black six inch black series Vader either I've got I do have a three and three quarter but I have a Darth Vader helmet somewhere it's definitely not in my proximity but I do own one um, it's okay it's got the voice manipulator and everything like that so it's uh the Darth Vader helmet's pretty cool I. You know, here, listen, I can never, I have so many Boba Fett figures and Boba Fett and Slave One Mm. and all that stuff. So I'm like the last person to talk about like figures being re-released over and over and over again. Um, There are a heck of a lot of Vader's though, that uh, at least with the Boba Fett ones, you can get a couple different paint schemes on it. So I think that's why I like the new. It's just so all black. It's, it gets repetitive to me a little bit, but I mean, I get, he's, he's like one of the greatest villains of all time. Oh, for sure. I get why people are into it. For sure. Oh, I I have one more thing. Not I gotta, I gotta get up to get it though. Oh. That was a pretty good like um, dolly move you did there yeah. with your with your cam though. Yeah, you, Josh. you did it that very and moved the mic at the same time. I just yeah. pushed the the it away with my foot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody needs to see how the sausage is made. No, and plus the <laughs> listeners to our actual audio podcast will never know how smooth that yeah. move was. Yeah, now it you got legit. Now you got to go back and watch the video on YouTube or Facebook. So if you're listening to the yeah. audio podcast and want to see Josh really do something slick, go 50 minutes in. And uh, this is this is the cross. It was very Aaron Sorkin esque. It was <laughs> smooth, like a first smooth all, dolly away. First of all, oh yeah, I do slick stuff the whole fucking time. So yeah! you can watch right from the beginning. You don't need to fast forward to nothing. Get it. Get it. <laughs> And uh, just focus anyway. on Josh anyway. at all times. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll just do this from now on. Fuck you guys. Why did everybody just log off of YouTube for he, some reason? He put oh. a full screen on us. <laughs> wow. All right. So I got this from uh, T- Tano Alive, or Team oh, Tano yeah. Alive, the uh, Ahsoka Tano Ita bag. Uh, yeah, I actually got the inside scoop on that from Tabitha on uh, Snapchat the other day. Scoop. Yeah. She knows you're the resident um, hardcore Ahsoka fan. Like we're all hardcore Ahsoka fans, but you're yeah. the you're the one. Cream of the crop. Appreciate it. Cream of the crop. That's a pretty cool bag. I can't wait to see what pins you, you have. So many pins, dude. I wonder how you're gonna arrange that one. I think I have too many Ahsoka pins for the. You got a for lot it. of Ahsoka pins. <laughs> Plus, it's not my bag. It's her bag, so oh! she can get her. Own, she can get her own pins. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's a Boom. cool bag though. Who and that's Team Tano alive? Is that right? Yes. Cool. 
Yeah, that's a pretty nice bag. That's pretty sweet. So I made a mention on the last podcast that I have not gotten a pin in a very long time. Uh, I have Despicable. been working a lot. I have been uh, I've been kind of not spending a lot of time on social media lately, but uh, I did receive a wonderful, incredible package from our friends at Rebel Art Empire uh, for yes. sure. And I know that they uh, they're incredibly generous with uh, with everyone here on the show and we love them we love rebel art empire love and uh they sent me some really incredible stuff i the two that i the two little stickers i have here that i love are the uh probe droid the probot and the little wampa this holly this uh this foils tight man i like that that's pretty sweet these are going to go on my macbook for sure and then it's the summer of ahsoka so naturally it's got a lot of Ahsoka stuff in it, so I'm super stoked about that. A lot of really cool stuff. This one's really fun on the surfboard. Man, I'm always like hitting the beach. Yeah, I'm always yeah, doing. I know. Like the I do going left when you when you need to go right. These fabulous foil Ahsoka stickers for sure. These are so cool, and uh, a bunch of pins. And these pins are incredible. So uh, I'm I'm super jealous of one of those pins, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, so here's I got to do it. You know, we we thought we were gonna be at celebration and i know that rebel oh, art so prepared sad. so much for celebration so these were supposed i love that to be... peter mayhew one is awesome yeah this is so cool this is so cool and Force goes uh, chewy. this is um you know it, it's it's bittersweet i'm happy to own these and i got i got a home for these but i wish we could all you know help out rebel art empire and distribute them at the celebration you know what i'm saying like yeah. um but 2022 will be right around the corner now these enamel pins Super cute. I know that Neely, my fiance, are gonna love these. I actually kind of want the uh, ad at. Um, wait, this one. That's here. weird. I got one kind of like that, but it's an ATAT. It's a little <laughs> different. It's a little bit different. And then yeah. this whopper here. I'm gonna do a slow reveal. This bad boy right here. Look oh, at this gorgeous. Awesome. This is like, guys. I have goosebumps right now. This yeah. friggin' like I literally I'm have goosebumps of right that. Now. <laughs> This is one of the coolest pins I own now. Um, it's a Calicori pin. Dude, this is like hardcore Rebels love. And you can't see it right now, but I have my Guardian mask that Thrawn has on his desk in Rebels right in front of me. It's my right next to my MacBook here. I'm going to go ahead and prop this up right on the Guardian's mask and keep this like a Thrawn desk. So this is, it's got a cute little, little dangly guy right there. And uh, it's gorgeous, man. I am... Classy stuff from Rebel Art Empire. This gold is sharp, man. So super yeah, I'm cool. I'm jealous of that. Well, while we're talking about them, I know they've got a uh, another Ahsoka that I think maybe had the Convor with her and then the daughter as well. There's a pair of enamel mm -hmm. pins that both look nice that are coming out. Yes, yes. And I think I they're think, out. I think they're already out. I think they are. Or yeah. They are out. There you go. See, I don't... I'm behind the times too, but... Well, so... There is apparently going to be a pin convention, uh, online pin convention for pin makers, and I believe they posted about it earlier today. Once again, I'm, I haven't really spent a lot of time on social, um, but I oh yeah, they're doing a drop the weekend. There's like eleven pin makers, and they're doing a drop the weekend of what what would have been what would have been celebration. celebration. Yeah, so my wallet hurts already. <laughs> I know who's got the who's got the savings account for this. <laughs> Right. I can't wait to see what comes out because Kyle and Josh, you both missed this last episode. Hope we don't get, get kicked off our streaming platform here because 
You guys missed the countdown to celebration where you would have received some of these fantastic Rebel Art Empire uh, pieces at Celebration 2020. But now we look ahead to Celebration 2022. And I got to turn that off before YouTube boots us. (laughs) Um, I would say what? We're about... um, I had the number last episode. It's a lot of weeks away. What's the date in 2022? Now, here it is. I actually have it in my browsing history. It is 104 weeks away. Star Wars Celebration 2022. So we'll That's get That's exactly 2 years from right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh Jeez. 104 Woo. weeks until Celebration 2022. But you That's know so long. I'll be rocking. Uh, I'll still be rocking some of these Rebel Art Empire pins on my jacket at Celebration 2022 for sure, and many more to come. I'm sure. So, uh, you started saving yet, or what? I was already saving for <laughs> the one we're supposed to be going to. So right. I guess, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna live like kings and queens out yeah, there. Yeah, so. I know. I'm gonna be just throwing money everywhere with all this time. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know I'm I can't wait. I actually you know it seems like a long time because it is, <laughs> but uh, but I can't wait, man. I, I I but I did decide this. I said okay, got some time. I I think you know we were gonna stay. We'll just because well, it's already over. When I don't have to give away, it doesn't matter. Um, we were all gonna stay at the Embassy Suites, which is right. You know, it's like a five minute walk, six minute walk to the convention center. I think. I think I'm going to pull close. the trigger on the actual on-site hotel for 2022. Yeah, yeah cuz I'm going to be older. Uh, you know, I got to factor <laughs> that in, you know. <laughs> my hips Yeah, and, you're going to be in your late 30s by then. Yeah, my my hips and knees aren't what they used to be. Justin um, will be like 62 or something. <laughs> I don't even know how old he is, but Justin, he's going to cosplay he's he's Skywalker, but uh, he's not going to he's not going to do any makeup. Um, no, you know, I was like, shit, man, because I'm going to spend at least a couple days at Disney. That's a lot of walking. And, you know, my I'm definitely going to be hurting by the time the convention floor opens. So I think the closer I can get to that convention floor, the better. And plus, I just want to be first in line again. I mean, that part of that experience meeting you guys was like, I mean, that was that was it, man. Like, that was exactly what I wanted. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to go back again. But anyways, 104 weeks. Save up. He's trying to meet new Star Wars friends, Kyle. I know. Like, oh, I can't wait to replace you guys. <laughs> Got to stay close to find some new people. Yeah. Star Wars cousins. We're going to do I don't the, know. The, I don't know if you guys know, but pod. like an Embassy Suites breakfast is just phenomenal, though. And it's it uh, is. It's it hard is. to turn that down. I love a breakfast food. Yeah, I do like breakfast. The hotel I stayed at for Celebration Chicago rolled it out. They had a they had a great breakfast. Uh, um, we had no type of breakfast situation in Chicago. It was miserable. It was, uh, frankly, it was unacceptable. If I'm going to be honest. Wait, for real? Your hotel didn't? Have yeah, breakfast? we had no breakfast. We were. Oh. It was like under construction. <laughs> it, oh, it was. You no gotta good. have breakfast, man. And it was a negative twelve degrees. That was the dumbest. Yeah. You know, we we. We have all these glowing reviews of Star Wars Celebration 2019, but one of my least glowing reviews was getting off the train, having to walk to my hotel from the train stop in like blistering ice rain. It was chilly. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? Getting paid. Like my face was literally bleeding from the ice rain because I had to walk like I had to walk like six blocks. 
and there was no shelter. It was like so- I'm a Midwesterner. I'll take it though, because it was like right in our backyard. I I can survive the cold. Uh, for a few hours. Yeah. Yo, yeah. For, <laughs> no, I, I feel you. I feel you. I live right on the lake. Um, I also did not have to wait in any lines outside for the main arena for when real. it was snowing. Yeah. So like that probably would have changed things a little bit for me too. Now I did have to that last day where they had the Mandalorian. Uh, no, the Mandalorian panel, was that the last day? Yeah, it was. It was the last day. Maybe. And uh, it was snowing terribly that morning. And I did have to, I did have to sit outside for, for a little bit until they let us in. That was, it was cold. That was cold, man. You know, you try not to overdress for, for celebration, but it was kind of... Uh, yeah, because it's warm inside yeah. the convention, walking around with all those people. Right. I'm right. going to be honest. I wore I wore sweatpants over shorts because I'm a, I'm a, just a lazy slob. Why so not, I took, dude? I took the sweatpants off once we got inside. Got to be relaxing. Comfy, yeah. <laughs> well, I just a little heads up. I'm probably going to be staying at the convention hotel uh, for 2022 now that I get a little bit of time to save an extra couple hundred bucks a night. So. All right, money bags. Yeah, well... <laughs> I'm old it, too, so. <laughs> if we ever go to Chicago for something again, I I got a little uh, breakfast spot. Ooh. I'll take oh, you, you guys know about too. The okay. There's a there's a there's a waffle place not too far that has a like weekday three dollar ninety nine cent chicken and waffles uh, special. Oh. And so on, like if you go ever go early or you go on Friday morning, you can get that special. I like that. And the, nice. it's it's normally like fifteen dollars, but on weekday mornings it's th- <laughs> Damn, like three ninety nine. That's a price reduction. Okay. And okay. and the the waffle has uh, bacon bits in and baked into it bro. too. It's it's. Gosh, very good. Good. We met. We met you like four days very too good. late, man. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought you were going to Michael Scott me there for like the first half of that and be like, "I know about this great breakfast place. It's called Waffle House." It's <laughs> I know. Like, every time I, know. I go to New York, I no, stop at no, no, Sabaro no. for the <laughs> yeah. best pizza in town. <laughs> oh, That's it. like the. It's like I watch these uh, these American wrestlers who wrestle in Japan, and they're like, "Oh, we're about to go to our favorite Japanese restaurant," and then they pan the camera, and it's a TGI Fridays, <laughs> KFC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I love it. I love it. Hi, this is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends podcast. I'm Kyle. Will you be an angel for a helpless baby Yoda? Every day, baby Yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers, and he's crying out for help. Please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the Star Wars friends with a monthly gift right now. For only 60 calamari flan a month, you'll help rescue baby Yoda from their abusers and provide food, shelter, Jedi training, and Beskar armor. Subscribe now and follow us on Twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gif of Baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you. Baby Yoda needs our help. So please, subscribe, rate, 
and review right away. This is Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show. Do not underestimate the power of this podcast. Well, my name is Stephen Ray Morris, and I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life, and I'm happy to call myself a Star Wars friend. I know my thing is Jurassic Park, but I love Star Wars, and I dressed up for Ray for Halloween a couple years ago. So, yeah, enjoy Star Wars Friends. Hey, this is Dominique Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friend Show. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Star Wars Friends podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. Well, actually, you know, speaking of like going to cities as a group, I I posted it in the Star Wars chat thread, uh, our text thread. And I, I really sincerely hope that when COVID goes away, not goes away, but when we all get the vaccine, that we can do our first live show in front of our friends and with our friends. I really want to try to make that happen for Columbus, Ohio. That's kind of central to a lot of us. We'd have to get Maggie out here. Um, But really, I would love to do a live show. I mean, that's, I got into this. I love podcasting because I I've been to several live podcasts over the years. I've, I used to work for uh, this is kind of trail off the star Wars friends, but I did work in the entertainment industry when I was a uh, professional musician. I had side gigs and I did some shows with Kevin Smith when he did Smodcast. And that was my first exposure to live podcasting. And I really want to bring the star Wars friends to a live room. You know, I'd like to actually rent out a movie house in Columbus. They have these movie houses. They have restaurants and bars in them. Let's rent one out, play Empire or whatever. We could draw straws. Maybe we'll Last watch Jedi. Attack of the Clones. Um, and maybe the Lego Holiday Special. Um, and just have a live podcast. So just keep that on the radar, and uh, we'll see what happens after the vaccine. We need to Mystery Science Theater the actual holiday specials. Oh, oh, how crazy would that be? That could be fun, actually. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. But we can't get there unless everyone wears a mask. So... Be a good citizen, wear a mask. Yeah, it's PSA. Deal with it. Um, so, all right, let's move on. Hey, man, Darth Vader and Kylo Ren both took their masks off, and where are they? In the ground. They're they dead. died, like, not that long after. This is true. This is true. Uh, so wear the mask, just like Darth and Kylo. All right. Don't take your mask off. Pretend you're Mar- Mandalorian. It's perfect. I want to... This is the way. <laughs> I want to pivot in... Put us on the spot. Pivot! Our friend Tyler Page, speaking of Chicago, our friend Tyler Page from Chicago sent us in an email a couple weeks ago and said, use this as your at your leisure. So sure enough, uh, this is at our leisure. We're doing a rogues gallery. Leisurely. And I just want to play this raw and we'll just react to it. <laughs> so here it comes. Chris from, is going to threaten. <laughs> from, <laughs> from Tyler Page. Here we go. Hey, Star Wars friends. Are any of you suffering from the sequel trilogy blues? I know I am. Every day I wake up and I see trash after trash. 
tweet after tweet of someone either bashing the sequel trilogy as a whole or bashing the Rise of Skywalker or The Last Jedi. With this in mind, I'm looking for greener pastures, for bluer skies and brighter stars. I'm thinking at some point in the next five to ten years, sequel trilogy will be held in the same regard as the prequel trilogy. Hate it at first, but somewhere down the line you're going to learn to love it. I'd love to hear your takes. Will the sequel trilogy ever recover from the divisiveness it has caused? Will people ever stop blaming Ryan Johnson or J.J. Abrams? And beyond that, where is the line between being a Disney show and just liking the movies? Why do we feel the need to categorize and divide ourselves as a fandom? Let's keep it positive like you almost always do. May the force be with you. <laughs> that uh, little, yeah, that almost. Nice. Is that a dig? That was <laughs> a little dig. <laughs> <laughs> almost always did. Yeah, so I love Tyler. Um, Tyler's hilarious, We're not dude. robots, Tyler. We have emotions and feelings. And Tyler, been, just, just for the record, my Cleveland before. Indians are far superior to sh- your Chicago White Sox. So you can dig at us. I'll dig at you. Uh, no, I mean, that only was, one uh, of them. Never mind. You know, that was an interesting one. Um, To Tyler's point, I'm just tired of the, as much as he's tired of the bashing and the negativity, I'm tired of the over positivity about it. Like there is a, there's these tropes on social media, like where people tweet and they use like the, can't we all agree that the rise of Skywalker is the greatest film of all time. I'm trying to see something is the rise of Skywalker, the greatest movie of all time. Or like, we don't talk enough about how great the rise of Skywalker is. Um, there's all like these tweets that are like, like overly like hyping it. So as much as I think that people are bashing rise of Skywalker, I think there's that crew that are like, way like hyped into it which is fine either way um so as much as yeah i think as much as tyler's annoyed by that i'm annoyed by that but i'm also annoyed by the overhype the overhype i mean let's be my take is it's not that great of a film and i don't think that anyone would be surprised by me saying that i don't think that i'm gonna enjoy the film in 10 years and i don't think that i'm gonna give jj abrams and chris terrio a pass but that's my that is my personal opinion that is just an opinion i'm not bashing uh people who like it i just don't think it's gonna pass past the grade in 10 years if we're talking about like the social media discourses i see a lot of like well you you guys are just jerks because all Star Wars is good. I love all Star Wars. And I and like I think there's a difference because I like all Star Wars too. Even my the worst Star Wars thing is still better than most things for me because I love Star Wars. But that doesn't mean all Star Wars is perfect. And that doesn't mean that all Star Wars is equal. And that doesn't mean that all Star Wars is like without room for improvement because that's not the case. So I don't think like there's not there, there's an area between I hate Star Wars, which seems like there's a section of fandom that doesn't even really like Star Wars at all. Right. And and everything Star Wars has ever put out is perfect. Uh, there's there's something in between that. I love Star Wars, and I think I'm a legitimate Star Wars fan, and I don't have any, like, I don't think I have to defend that. but Prove it. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> but that, that that doesn't mean it's all perfect either. I can say all Star Wars is good because I do love getting Star Wars content. I, and I want yes. them to keep making it. Yes. If, if we're going to yes. say that Star Wars is terrible and we hate it and I'm not going to go watch it anymore, well, then they're going to stop making it. And that's not what I want. Um, right. But I say all that to say I do not think in 10 years – 
I'm going to view or the fandom or people in general are going to view um, the sequel trilogy in the same light as the, as the prequels. Uh, I think people definitely did soften on the prequels and I think they suffered from some of the same problems that the sequels did and that expectations were really high and people expected a certain thing to happen. And when that thing didn't happen, uh, they were upset. Um, but I think the failing, the actual true failings of the prequel trilogy are a little more technical. Like they were trying to do more with the CG than was, it right. was really ready for, um, uh, George Lucas, who is a literal, uh, unsarcastic genius is not the best at writing dialogue. And some of that stuff is messy. Um, but you can overlook that in the end because it's still a good story and it still works in the, and it's still, it's still saying something from start to finish, you know, especially right. when you add right. in Clone Wars. And I think the sequel trilogy is just objectively flawed from a storytelling standpoint. Um, it loses itself. It doesn't really have a lot to say. Um, and I don't think that stuff is going to soften over time the same way you can be like, uh, well, that was a silly line of dialogue, but the point of this movie is still really good, which I think is how I feel about the prequels. Um, and the sequels, it's like, well, what is what is the point? You know, And I think that's two different problems. This is what we missed on the last few Star Wars episodes. Star Wars Friends episodes, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle diving in. Uh, I, I love it. I love when you dive into into this and when you're really passionate about something because you know I, you're right on all accounts. I mean, what I what I was gonna add to it, but you already tacked onto it was the fact that yeah, it won't hold up because the story is the story isn't linear. I mean, at least yeah. with the prequels, you had one storyteller throughout the whole, the course of the three films, love them or hate them. But then you get the supplemental material, which adds more lore and more depth to it. And, uh, you know, at least you get those emotional connections and they can deepen those, but really, you know, may, do I think I will personally come around to, I don't know. I don't know because I think that I was just so, um, unlike the prequels where I wasn't necessarily confused or hurt by the and I'm not hurt like I'm I need a therapy session for it but like I was hurt with the lack of character development and how they just dropped the ball across the sequel trilogy as a whole. I mean, I talk about it all the time with Finn and dropping the character of Finn uh repeatedly over and over again. It's my favorite character in the sequel trilogy and uh they just totally steamrolled him. In in all the all the I mean, the last two films in the trilogy steamrolled them. I in my opinion, but uh, I don't think it's going to hold up long term. I think it probably will be continually criticized or forgotten about. Uh, I don't believe that it's going to get the love because also you don't get you didn't get a lot of really um, quirky characters. I mean, let's let's be clear, they didn't do enough to establish Captain Phasma as anything incredible. Um, the Sith have you met Boba Fett? <laughs> God. Yeah, but who's I mean, the Boba Fett of the sequel trilogy? Let's be let's how about that question? Phasma. Phasma is. We've already established that. Are cool you gonna be cool. reading are, I mean, how many Phasma how many pieces of Phasma merch do you own? Um well I didn't come Phasma is still new. Phasma hasn't had time to Boba Fett when I was born, Boba Fett had already been around for, you know, 
however many years and when I when I got into Star Wars, Boba Fett had already been around for decades and had had lore and had novels written about him besides one, you know, like they Boba Fett is unique though. I mean, so I mean I don't think we're ever gonna get another Boba Fett character. I'm just saying from the looks cool, did nothing. Yeah, no, you know. fair point. No, fair point. But you're not going to be, there's not going to be a million books written about Captain Phasma. I think and- the best Phasma scene that was ever filmed got, it's a deleted scene yes. from The Last Jedi. Yes, agree. Okay. So now I have two, now I have, so I have a one and a two. So, Sorry. The, <laughs> no, it's okay. No, no, no. So to respond to the Phasma, imagine we get a Disney Plus series in a couple years with Gwendolyn Christie that is either somehow she survives story and it's awesome or a prequel story like a like I could totally Rise see her of the first order something like thing, that yeah. she turns it, it she turns into a character that people loves it's just a matter of building the lore that and the lore hasn't been built yet is this a scoop it might be. It's we, in development. Just drop? You, I mean, deve- I can could, guarantee it. Be, it. I'm, I'm developing a script right now. Get honestly. your Twitter thumbs ready, scoopers. Josh just dropped a scoop on you with this uh, in development Captain Phasma story. No, for real though. I do here. Listen, I do enjoy the Phasma book from a character development standpoint, but um, I don't know, man. Like, are there any really standout characters from the sequel trilogy? Like there were in the prequels. We joke about Dexter Jetster, uh, you know, Elon Slees Bag, and all these goofballs. But like standout characters who didn't already exist. Right. I mean, you, and you have Rose, you have Janna, you have DJ, you have... Who are your standout characters that didn't already exist in the prequels? The, the main, main, the the main, main characters. cast of characters. Yeah. That will, yeah, be, who, that will stand up to the test of time. Legacy. But who are, those people, who are those people in the prequels? Everyone I just listed. In your opinion. I mean, any it, all the all the characters we joke about. I, I just joked about Panaka for uh, for five minutes earlier this episode. Um, your Dexter Jetster. Yeah, but I like I could if I never talked about Panaka again in my life, my life would be no different. New Gunray. Like, <laughs> no, you know, okay. you, you, hey, can't, you cannot say that about Alliance, New Gunray. Right? See what I'm he saying? Was, he, There's all these characters, all these fascinating the villain in the- <laughs> characters in the prequels. I don't see that coming to light in in the sequel trilogy. I think it's too macro. I think you have way too many upfront characters in the sequel trilogy. For I mean, whatever. I mean, if we want to talk about longevity stuff to dissect, let's be clear. There's not a lot to dissect in the sequel trilogy. Chris is trying to be fancy, but he's saying there's not enough uh, meme fodder. There's, it's not meme worthy enough, so it won't stand the test of time. <laughs> That's how the prequels really stay in the zeitgeist. So the memes, okay, so the prequel memes, and for hardcore yeah. fans like us, hardcore he, fans. Like us. So here's my response to the initial question, though. I think that you guys are. Um, I think that it won't be. The nostalgic feelings and the nostalgia glasses won't be as intense as with the prequels, but I do think that it's going to soften. And I think it could the same, some of the, you know, like Kyle said, the problems are different. Um, and that, that causes concern for what I'm saying. You know, like I, I don't, I think that, and that's why I think it won't be as strong, but I, I could see like other shows or supplemental material fleshing things out and softening everything, everything. People like everything uh, more with time if they have nostalgic feelings about it. I, I literally just bought a Masters of the Universe t-shirt from, from the Dolph Lundgren movie oh, the I, other day. 
with that okay, weird so key like, thing that played a song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, quintessential like 80s movie, like su- sweet. Sh- like I'll show you guys. It's yeah, sweet. Yeah. But anyway, so like, and that's like a everyone thinks that movie's terrible, but people are like they're they're making new merch about it now. Like, um, so and <sighs> like and it's still a Star Wars trilogy with Han Solo in it, and um, like it's not going to be forgotten. Um, I think I think it could be. I just I don't think it. It's not going to be the nostalgia is not going to be as strong, and it's not going to soften as much as the prequels. But I don't think I think it's somewhere in the in the middle of where the prequels were and what you guys are saying how you feel. Yeah, does that make no, sense? No, it does. That that no, you're right, Josh. That makes sense. There will be those folks out there that they will. Yeah, I mean, it will soften for them. Actually, the supplemental materials I've received so far for The Rise of Skywalker has actually made it a less enjoyable experience for me. And that is, once again, well-documented because it's the it's the Knights of Ren in that comic, The Rise of Kylo Ren. I think the Knights of Ren are just a wasted... Uh, it's a wasted... It's wasted energy, really, character development-wise. But, yeah, I'd see your point. And I, I will say... As far as the prequels go, for me personally, I really, really love one of them. I think one of them is pretty good, and I think one of them is not very good. And I can see in you know 10 years, I feel pretty much the same way about the sequel trilogy, where there's one that I really, really enjoy, and one that's just fine. It's a decent Star Wars movie, and one that I I don't particularly care for. And I think, you know, that I I guess in that way that kind of puts them on the same level, like yeah. Josh was saying. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. And now I already <laughs> forgot what I had my what I had my hand up for. <laughs> I was like listening yeah. intently to what you were saying, and I was like, just well, floated I love, out of my brain. I love Force Awakens. I think I'm always going to feel the same way about Force Awakens. Uh, you know, the prequels, maybe. I, and that's that's the medium one for me, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I know, I know a lot of people love Last Jedi and, and wish they would have carried on that path of, uh, you know, baking, uh, breaking the tropes or, or however you want to really, however you want to explain that, but. The Force Awakens to me does have that nostalgia factor. We, t- you, I don't know if it was you, Kyle, or you, Josh, that brought up the word nostalgia just a minute ago, but nostalgia for the prequels. Yeah, man. Like I tell the story about when I went to go see Phantom Menace and how that has an actual emotional connection with me. Um, so that will always Phantom Menace will always resonate with me differently than Rise of Skywalker. I was a grown man with. 35 years of life on earth. And I just saw the movie a lot differently. It just was not, uh, it's just, I don't think it will connect with me emotionally. Um, like the Phantom Menace does, but Hey, if it does for you, listen, I'm, I'm fine with it. It's just, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, I, When I, I just wanted to say that when I said when I say supplemental materials, I mean something on the scale of like oh. Clone Wars, not like you know a five issue cabby like hat comic. So, <laughs> so I mean, hey, let's drop another scoop you know. here. I'm sure Star Wars is developing something at this point in time, and we'll just leave it as vague as that. Honestly, we'll leave it as vague as that. Honestly, they probably really yes. are because the. Call a spade a spade. Rise of Sky- Skywalker was problematic. Whether you want to say it's problematic from a story standpoint or from a fandom standpoint, it's just problematic. So I guarantee you they're thinking about what kind of show can we make yeah. 
that fills this in a yeah. little bit. Speaking of the sequel trilogy and all our jokes about scoops, you know the you know the Twitter behavior that I Ooh. that I don't like. Scoop it out. The, what do you got? Is the this thing is my favorite, so that means that it's the mm. best thing. Like I I I remember this Twitter this tweet that I saw. It was in response to the Bad Batch, and it said. Oh yeah, make a make a thing about the Bad Batch. Don't make anything about Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, since even though he's your most profitable character. And I was like, how the fuck do you figure? Like, I like standard, I like yeah. I like Ben Solo, but if we're being honest, you know who the most profitable fig- uh, person in Star Wars is? Probably R two D two. Like they yeah. they put him on everything. Are you kidding? And he's been in every movie or or Darth Vader. But I I was like trying to think about it, and I I really like just thinking about the amount of R two D two merch that there is, and then like R two D two cups and and um, water bottles, you know, lunchboxes, water, t-shirts, everything. everything yeah. I can't even think of anything. I just saw that said the one thing that's in my room, <laughs> but it's a, you know it's hey, just, it's wild. I have it's like, uh, speaking of uh, merch. I just realized we should be doing a giveaway soon on Star Wars Friends. Not to derail from sequel trilogy bonanza. Uh, I am going to be giving away a brand new Disney Yoda backpack that I was gifted that I don't have any use for. And it's it was like a $100 bag on Shop Disney. So we'll give that out on Star Wars Friends. So keep a lookout for that. I'll, I'll definitely put that out there after the show drops. But uh, yeah, it's one of those... You should put it on eBay. Yeah, well, I'm going to enter that giveaway. (laughs) And I got a couple other T-shirts I want to give away, uh, some Star Wars T-shirts, but they're very specific sizes. I've actually got a Clone Wars character encyclopedia I'm trying to give away, Hey, cool. Let's bundle it up and let's give it out. So I like that. I like contests. Now, I don't want to hammer the sequel trilogy. I think we've done enough uh, even just today. I'd, I'd love to talk about The Last Jedi we sometime and say something good about the sequel trilogy. I'm willing to talk about Last Jedi, and that's a huge step above where I would, was a year ago. You know, a year ago, I did not want to talk about it. But now I'm I'm open to that far more than I was about Rise of Skywalker. But no, Tyler, um, thanks for sending that in. I love that you, you know, keep it real. And I know that you love the sequel trilogy, man. And, and I, I definitely applaud anybody who, um, you know, wants to speak out about it. I mean, I get it, man. Like... There's people like me that doesn't like it, and that probably stinks because you come across it in your feed. I don't go out of my way to talk about it, um, but I'm not gonna. Ce- I'm not really celebrating it right now. Would I wear? I guess here's the thing: Would I wear a Rise of Skywalker T-shirt to Star Wars Celebration 2020? That no. <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking. I might. I might. Uh, I might wear that. I will still celebrate Star Wars, even if I'm not uh, fully bought into the film. But uh, Tyler, I don't want you to, you know, listen, man, you, you still got a Star Wars friend here. Um, we would love to have you on the show sometime and, and break down, uh, you know, your thoughts on the sequel trilogy for sure. Um, hey, here's the thing. If you, if you like The Rise of Skywalker, you're still like a thousand times better than anyone who doesn't like Star Wars. So it's <laughs> yeah, fine. Instant like, cred. All three of those movies have great Star Wars stuff in them. Like all three of them have uh, have good stuff. Some more than others in pe- certain people's opinions. But I think it, at, in the end, if you were to ask me in t- 2012, would I rather we got no more Hell Star Wars yeah. movies or we got th- 
five more Star Wars movies and maybe a couple Hell of them yeah. weren't like the best movie ever. I would want more Star Wars uh, movies. Uh, the no Negotiator. Matter what. <laughs> I, I'm into it. Okay. I, am I, yeah, I'm happy. Okay. Let, yeah. Let's, no, let's I'm end with this. You. More We're Star happy Wars, that man. they exist. We're happy that they exist. Content, Thank you, content, Disney, content. for salvaging what you could and uh, doing the best that you could. How about that? I love, there was a lot of people who call, who asked me when they were like saying, oh, there's, there's going to be a Star Wars movie every year. And like none of them had come out yet, except for maybe just The Force Awakens. And they're like, don't you think you'll get fit? Don't you think you get sick of it? Isn't that too much Star Wars? And I was like, no, they could put out a Star Wars movie every six I months. I was actually, and I would be happy. I'd see <laughs> like, one a month. As long as they're, like, if they're yeah. decent, <laughs> let's go. But I, well, I mean, honestly, how many Marvel movies do you go see if you're one exactly. of those people? They there's put like out three one, of those like a, three year. a year. Four. Well, it's yeah. the variety variety right it's the variety in marvel that makes it appealing and that's what i was just going to say well and star wars could very easily do something like that and have a bounty hunter show and a a movie series and have a a senate movie series and have a jedi series and have a sit and then they all come together knights nobody hired me in the the story (laughs) knights of the old republic that is a whole different Star Wars franchise in its own right, and it's an untapped potential. That another scoop here to hear first on Star Wars friends. Knights of the Old Republic still part of Star Wars. First people to ever man think of that. Yeah. can't believe it. Go ahead, type it up. It's coming someday. Um, now, all right. So let's move on. Sequel trilogy talk. I think we can just bury that for this episode. Um, I don't want to get any more hot water than I already have. <laughs> Hello there, Star Wars friends. It's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you show off your elite status to those around you. Not only has John won countless awards and accolades, Oscars, Grammys, etc., but the apple does not fall too far from the tree either. His son, Joseph Williams is the lead singer of the Grammy Award-winning band, Toto. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. I'm Jason Pride. Thanks for listening to Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hello there. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, hey, hey, Obi-Wan. Um, you good there? You good there, bud? What do you mean, my friend? I'm, I'm, I'm just introducing myself in the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Well, yeah, but um, you do know that you're me and, and, and I'm you. How do you mean, my friend? Well, you know, I'm, I'm voice acting you. The voice kind of live up in my head. Right. But I'm Master Obi-Wan. Can you just let him do his bit? Like, I, I don't think you see what he's trying to do here. Like, what he's telling you is that you live in a space in this kid's brain. This little 18-year-old's brain. And you're not actually real. I, I fail to see how that's the reality, Anakin. Frankly, I'm, I'm confused. Well, well yeah, Obi-Wan, I, I get that you're confused. Can we just cut to the... Uh, no, no, my friend, I need to figure this out. By the end of this podcast, I will have figured out who I am, what I want, what I'm going to do. R- right, no, no, I, I get it. I do. 
Um, I, I just think you're kind of dragging this little section on like a long time, probably longer than the Star Wars Friends podcast wants it to go. Well, dude, dude, look, I, 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 Obi Wan, you're confused. I get it. These are confusing times. Unprecedented, maybe. I'm sure you've heard that word before, and you'll probably hear it a billion more times. Master Obi Wan, I think what he's trying to say is that you should just be happy to be here on the Star Wars Friends podcast. It's a good day to be a Star Wars friend. Can we just, like, move on, please? Well, uh, all right, Anakin. I suppose that would be a, a good idea. <laughs> hey, I'm Kevin Cabral, and you're watching the Star Wars Friends show. Happy to be a Star Wars friend. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Star Wars Friends podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one! Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. I want to end this show on something very fun. Mandalorian season two trailer is going to drop soon. We don't have a date for it yet. Uh, we check your scoopers on Twitter and they should tell you something, but uh, we, we will. Can I say an annoying scoop thing I read right before I got on? That's about this. Yes, please <laughs> indulge me. So I read and I'm, I don't even know who it was cause it was a retweet that showed up on my Twitter feed. And I quote, I can now officially guarantee that Ahsoka Tano is going to show up in the Mandalorian season two trailer. Screenshot that. I don't even want to know who put that out. So don't even, don't even get there, me yeah, but uh, I don't, I don't even please screenshot that and save it. Um, so guarantee, guarantee. heard it on Twitter, guarantee. heard it on Twitter. So I want to know what happens if Ahsoka Tano does not like, can I cash in on that guarantee? Do I get my money back? Do I, what do you, what happens? <laughs> yeah. Then? Right. Do I get to return that tweet? What happens? <laughs> Take it. Return to sender. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a hell of a scoop. It's a hell of a scoop. I mean, Bold. guaranteed. Bold. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Scoop. I guess this person is an editor at Lucasfilm and already saw it because how else would you guarantee <laughs> right. such a thing? Because that's what guarantees. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, fil- it's Filoni's yeah. alter ego. It's that you know, yeah. you know for sure. Yeah. Let's, let, oh, I know. God, I know. People. I know. I, hopefully we're driving the point home today on this star wars friends episode to check your sources it's not real until it's on starwars.com just don't say something's true if you don't yeah, know don't, it's true be like oh I, i'll bet they're doing this or this might be cool just don't say like oh i know this is happening purposely say, you don't, don't have purposefully to do that. mislead people that's actually what i get most upset about is you're trying to build a following based on you know and you're just whatever's going through your head. I'm not. We talk about tinfoil hat stuff on the Star Wars friends. I say some of the craziest things ever, but it's always prefaced with like, "Hey, here's you have an one idea. on underneath your LA it's hat." Not, I'm not trying to build a following on social based on fake stories. So, anyways, let's get into it. I asked Justin and Maggie on the last show what they thought would show up in the Mandalorian season two trailer because you all know that the trailer loves to drop the hot spots and shows you little key moments that don't that may you know misdirect you or th- make you think that something different is going to happen my i had a couple quick ones and I'll just reiterate for those who haven't listened to the last episode or or just want to get caught up my predictions for the trailer specifically will be that we will get a 
baby Yoda child in a different costume. We'll see the child in some type of different outfit. Whether It's not going to be the Snuggie. It's going to be maybe a piece of Beskar, or uh, maybe we'll finally get like a silhouette of a helmet going on the child, which would be, I predicted that will happen, that he'll get his own Mandalorian helmet. Um, I also thought that we will get a scene of maybe Omera's hands or some type of hands actually removing the helmet. So like it's a shot from the behind the helmet, get the hands on the helmet, Mando's helmet, and coming up so you actually see the back of the head. You know that he has just revealed his face to another human. I think we're going to get some type of quick scene with that. I do think we are going to get a teaser of something involving legacy characters. My prediction is that Chewbacca will end up in Mandalorian Season 2, and there will be an episode, a side adventure episode, where they will integrate Galaxy's Edge, Batu. they will integrate Hondo Anaka, Chewbacca, and the Millennium Falcon in Mandalorian Season 2. And I think that we will probably get a glimpse of the Falcon or something along those lines, because A, the humor of Chewbacca and Hondo with a stoic Mando would be hilarious. Chewbacca holding the child would be an instant classic merch, instant classic scene. Can you imagine Chewbacca holding the child? I mean, that would be... Well, good relations with the Wookiees, he would have, you For think. sure, for sure. And then, <laughs> I mean, listen, it's all about synergy. Why not tie in Galaxy's Edge and Batu? You know, Justin, Justin or Maggie was like, well, isn't Han around then? Han, at this time, when the Mandalorian was going down, was getting busy with Leia having Ben Solo. They're making Ben Solos out there, and boys. And Chewie no has to make this. money. The Galactic Republic is a yeah. mess, and... What's he going to do? Just sit down in the living room and watch TV while they're up there, like having their honeymoon? I don't right. think so. He's out on right. adventures. So He's that's smuggling. my prediction is that we're going to get synergy uh, in Mandalorian season two, the most streamed content on Disney plus. Why wouldn't they want to promote that beautiful theme park for when it opens up again? You know, um, why wouldn't they put Chewbacca? Chewbacca is the one legacy character that you can absolutely have. Jonas is just going to put the suit on. That's it. You don't need to de-age anybody. You don't need to go anything crazy. Um, and it fits in the timeline. So I would love to see that episode. I think that's going to be, you're going to see a glimpse of a legacy character or ship in the, in the teaser trailer for season two. So let me turn it over to you. Any thoughts, Josh or Kyle? I think um, that most of what you said is absolutely crazy. <laughs> I really? also, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I don't. I do not think that Baby Yoda is getting any Beskar armor. Not even a, not even a little uh, like torso piece to protect. Really? No. I think the closest thing we would get would be him like trying to put on Mando's helmet or something when he has taken it off. But I don't see him getting little Baby Yoda armor because. Well, why would you make baby armor anyways? You know, grow. But that's not even. I also don't think that'll happen. But um, that Honda. Oh gosh, that's possible. I'd be like, I'd be shocked if we saw that in the trailer because I think if they were going to do that, that would be like an in episode. How reveal, crazy, maybe? Yeah. And I'm I'm not on board with this theory, but I do think I would love it if that did happen. Like I I'm huge Hondo yep. Anaka fan, huge. So, uh, and, and you're right that he is like 
personality wise, he's like the antithesis <laughs> of Din Jaren. Like yes. they're so that would be like a really fun, like buddy yes. cop, like the straight cop and the total like <laughs> wild out there guy. Oh. Um, but what something I do think that we will see is I think we're gonna see that dark saber being oh, used. That's There's right. gonna be a quick flash of that dark saber. I don't know if it's gonna clash with another saber. Yes. I don't know if yes. it's but we're going to see that. it do something. And that might be the end, like a yes. clash and then like a cut to Mando. But um, I, I think that'll pop up. And I want to say we're going to see some more uh, Mandalorians um, that we did not like. There will be a flash of some more Mandalorians and we're not going to know who they are. They won't no, be the Death ones Watch. from. Yeah, it won't be the Death Watch ones from the flashbacks. It won't be the ones from the covert. I think it'll be a different okay. group. Um, and I don't know what that'll be. But, um, you know, in true Star Wars, I, I think back to like when Rebels was coming out um, and what those trailers would look like, like between the seasons. And it's just a lot of like, a ship flies by and it's shooting guns and you'll see somebody run through explosion, and you'll explosion. see like, it's just these yeah. flashes. It's you don't really get like a lot of dialogue or it'll just be like a, you know, we saw Ahsoka say master. It's been yeah, a long time or yeah. whatever, but it'll be just like something short like that. And we did see Rex in the, the trailer for season two of rebels or th I think it was season two. So they did, you know, like you were saying, they did do a big character yep. reveal in a, in a season two trailer for rebels. So I guess that is possible. Um, I, I don't particularly think Hondo or, or Chewie are like the first ones that come to mind. I think of, um, uh, Sabine or, or Bo-Katan being like the most likely, and I know that that's not the same as a Chewbacca level character, but I think those would be the same, the, the most likely pre-established mm. characters that we would, we would see pop in there. You brought up the lightsaber and that was something we talked about too. And I think that might be, that might be your, that might be your mind blowing trailer moment. You might get some standard fare. Who would be holding that's it the, though? That's the beauty of it is Cal Kestis. Yeah. Uh, could be Ezra, could be Cal Kestis. Um, is that the way they're going to find Ezra, though? Like, Ezra's, Ezra's gone at this I time. I do believe Ezra's if they missing. revealed Ezra in live-action form prior to a proper Rebels story, I think that would totally downgrade the, the myth. In, in the storytelling. I don't I don't I just don't know if that would line up time wise because if you think in the epilogue to Rebels, um Sabine is saying all this stuff already happened, Endor already happened, you know, we're kind of rebuilding and now we're gonna go look for Ezra. So I think they're probably searching for Ezra. Way too much storytelling. Way but, too much storytelling. You know, I don't I think the color of the lightsaber will give you good indication. If it's white saber <laughs> I mean, maybe that is the Ahsoka. You're going to think Ahsoka yeah, for maybe sure. maybe it's not Ahsoka. Or that's what they'll want exactly. you to think. Exactly. Is it, does the Mando come across another rogue Jedi? You know, I mean, listen, the Empire's defeated at this point. Maybe a Jedi came out of hiding and joins forces. I mean, there's room for another buddy in the, in the, in the uh, caravan there. I mean... You know, and there are not there are other type of characters that swing around what lightsabers. About a Jedi? You know, Gr Grievous swung lightsabers. Uh, Inquisitors. Jedi uh, bounty hunter. A, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. What about a Jedi bounty hunter? It could be a totally you know somebody else who managed to survive 
uh, Order 66 yeah. or I know, think Cal Kessis, I, it, it's just Cal hard Kessis to, would be tight. Cal Kessis would be interesting. You would have to age um, the Cameron or whatever his name is. Yeah. Monaghan. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to age him a little bit, which is easier than de-aging. Well, he'd be a hard get anyway. He's like a very busy really? actor. But, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> he stays Oh, how many Emmy, Emmy yeah. op- nominations has he got? Because Mandalorian has 15. Damn. About to get 16 if he's in season two. Cal uh, Cal is like out of all the established characters that they could bring in, I think Cal is the one that I'd be least excited for. Yeah, me too. But who do you think could yeah. show up using a lightsaber that we already know about? Who would? It's got to be Ahsoka. That would be Ahsoka's like the only one that really makes sense. Yeah, but because Ezra's still lost, and having that be his reveal, like you said, having that be his reveal would cheapen his be, character. Wouldn't be good. Um, could be Thrawn oh. with Ezra's lightsaber. Could you imagine? <laughs> just kidding. It? Just, um, just throw them all in season two. I mean, really, it's already been scooped out there. So I mean, I mean that's that's what they're scooping. I mean, my, about. I got a banana split, a full bowl full of scoops, ready to go. So, well, it could be some random person who came across a lightsaber too, because you know the Jedi are largely gone. So. Uh, those lightsabers would still exist in the yeah. world yeah. somewhere. That's true. You know, that's true. And and hopefully Luke is trying. Maybe Luke has found and and uh, uncovered some of these secret Jedi. I don't think Luke's going to be part of the Mandalorian season two. I want to be very clear on that. I don't think any Luke Skywalker reference is going to happen. Um, but maybe, but maybe. I mean, <laughs> hang on. Uh, Luke was what the last human to see Yoda alive. And the Empire erased all of the yeah. Jedi text, or at least we think they did, and destroyed the Jedi Temple with Jocasta New, the sweet old granny. Well, they couldn't have done that because Ray had them. Not those texts. There's those are the those are the, those. Oh, are the they destroyed ones. the those other the Jedi texts. Yeah. <laughs> no man. Oh, and there's there's still holocron, holocrons floating around yeah, and stuff yeah, that true. have well, the Jedi info. Well, and, and they 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 decide that there's a old Jedi temple that no one remembered on a random planet all the time yeah. for story purposes. It's like a, I just, it's I just a thing, wonder, you know, it's a trope. You know, could Luke, could Luke be part of the Mandalorian's journey to find the child's home planet? I actually I don't think, think that so. would be a terrible move. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, I think that you're trying to beat a dead horse, pulling those original trilogy characters into this. Story, Even Chewie like for one episode? and. Chewie is the one, one that makes sense that because could, he's already in the criminal underworld. I, I, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick to it. I think uh, if they don't do Solo too, uh, Dash Rendar, he won't show up in the trailer. <laughs> Dash Rendar, but why couldn't he be a character in in the Mandalorian? The other person that could show up is Lando, no. but I think with no, you can't do Lando. I, well, no, I'm saying he he could, but I don't think that. Oh no, no, because. It just doesn't. It'd it doesn't. I'm thinking like look right. Agreed. Yeah, it wouldn't look Agreed. right. Although I was thinking, and I've, well, I don't know if this is like unless you got uh, Donald Glover to do it. Or yeah, but then it right. still wouldn't look right because he would look yeah. young again yeah. when he's supposed to be <laughs> older than he was. And which he might Jedi. might be willing to. So, Josh, what do you think we're gonna see in the trailer? It's coming out. I mean, well, soon, some point. I was I was gonna say lightsabers clashing with with the dark saber, and I think that'll that'll be like the thing that um, shows us it's Ahsoka for sure because you'll see like the dark saber against two. Could you 
Are you guys I mean, are you guys both team Ahsoka is 100% showing up in season 2 no. of this show? I don't think anyone is 100% showing up in this show unless they were in the first season. I don't okay. We got way too many if if like Rosario Dawson was the only rumor we got or like one of one or two or three rumors but we had like 17 people listed as being in the I, next season. Okay, I'm glad um, I'm glad to hear you Yeah, guys. I'm not I'm not 100% <laughs> yeah. in. I don't even know if I'm 50% in. I think I'm going to be disappointed if well, I say this now. I don't know what they're going to do with the voice. If it's Ashley, I'll probably feel a little That's bit better. Super problematic yeah, for me. I'll probably feel yeah. a little bit better if it's Ashley. But uh, you know, I don't know, man. I like Rosario, so I'm not going to get like I, I. I understand people being upset about it not being Ashley, but what what I you know, would I don't like know. the I think the one thing that would appeal to me is just a passing moment of Ahsoka. Like Chopper and Rogue One, or like the Ghost in Rise of Skywalker, a passing moment just to say, "All right, guys, we we put them on, we put her on screen." There you go. Are you happy? You done? Because if it's not done right, I do have faith that they'll do it right if they do it live action. Ahsoka. You know who's making this show, right? Dave. I, I have Filoni. faith that whatever they do is going to be. I don't good, think Dave's going to. I don't think Dave's going to do Ahsoka dirty i think i i yeah and it it makes sense just because i mean look at how popular she is and look at how well season seven of you know oh for her sure. show basically sure. did you know like it makes sense from a, i could see the i could see even like a situation this maybe this is Ooh. a scoop actually where you know dave is hesitant to use uh her but then disney execs were like hey you you know that popular orange chick yeah, put her in the that. mandalorian because you know i think of i i don't want her i and you even said earlier i'm a huge ahsoka fan and like she's probably fan. my favorite she's my favorite star wars character but i don't want her to get overused either where it's like shoehorned into every story right. and then you know i think of like i'm a huge comic book nerd too and if you um have ever read a lot of the marvels you know traditional cape superhero books like it was a huge tongue-in-cheek thing that wolverine is so popular and he's on every team he's in every book and it, you know he is in a thousand different places at the same time and it doesn't even really make that much right. sense but wolverine sells comic books and sells action figures and sells t-shirts so he's in every story and i don't want it to be a thing where like ahsoka is so popular now so we just find a way Agreed. to put her in in everywhere um and not that i think that's what they would do and i think she she got put into rebels and people were saying that same concern then like we don't want all these old characters in rebels just because and i think it worked beautifully yeah, i and think perfectly. everything they put yeah it was um, so i i do trust them but i don't you know like josh was saying too when money people get involved in creative decisions and she is a very popular character and you know, all that stuff you just said, I don't want it to be like, well, now we've got to find a way to put her in everything we make where it becomes yeah, silly. I agree. I agree. You can't overuse it. it. It has to be, it's already a cherished character. And the more you just, yeah, man, it's gotta be, gotta be done. Right. It's gotta be done. Right. So at least this, at least if they put her and some of the other folks that they were saying in this, like they have a connection to the dark saber, the times, the, the time, is right like 
um, you know, it's not like uh, they put her in, um, you know, they make a Knights of the Old Republic thing and they put her in and they say, oh, she went through the right, w- the world right, between right. worlds yeah. to travel through time to fight no, Darth it, Revan. It, like, it wouldn't be you know, super like, hard to explain, but I just think like you could easily have these other Mandalorians we know about or the people tied to these under other Mandalorians. we know, And not that, I mean, and Ahsoka definitely was tied to the Mandalorians, yeah. but I think yeah. if we already know, she's definitely going to show up. To me, the we're, the Ahsoka and Sabine looking for Ezra show is going to happen at some point, and we know. So, like, how many other shows and things are we going to put Ahsoka in? What if? Hear me out. What if? Tail end of the season two, and the Mandalorian somehow gets the Darksaber, right? Like, that's what he chases the whole season, and ends up getting the Darksaber, wants to return it to a rightful owner. He is not allowed on Mandalore because he violated the Mandalorian code or something along those lines. Can't he gets the Concord Dawn or I don't know, whatever. He's not allowed on Mandalore because he's violated the code. The armorer won't let him. He's kicked out of their convent or whatever. So he has to give the Darksaber to somebody to give it to a Mandalorian, gives it to Ahsoka for a safe journey. And then it's just that. 30 second to a minute scene with Ahsoka, no heavy action, nothing crazy. And it's a really powerful big moment. Um, you know, but also not a lot of expectations for the character. It's a, it makes sense, but, um, not, not what you would think, not an action sequence. Right before you started saying that I was thinking, well, cause you mentioned like, what if Ahsoka, we just see her. Yep. And, you know, and it's not like she's not like a character who exists in the story. She we just like pass by her tangentially or whatever. And I thought of that scene at the end of Rogue One where we're passing the plans to Leia. Ah, yeah. And what, you know, what if what if baby Yoda gets passed off to Ahsoka because she's this like force user Protector. she knew Yoda very well. She, you know, and it could be like, you know, I like that. I, I, you know, because I think the dark saber would—that's going to go to a Mandal- a Mandalorian. That almost has to go to Bo Katan. Well, that's what I'm saying. Cause so Ahsoka's but, friendship with so, Bo is so strong. That's how the dark saber gets to Bo, is through Ahsoka. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and then, but Bo Katan's on Mandalore or something like that. I don't know. I think Bo Katan's probably in hiding, or she's in jail. Right, like from the from the purge. Yeah, she was either caught or she's trying Telling really too hard many not bad to scoops. Be. Uh, so is there? <laughs> sorry, Josh. Is there any other? Okay, he's got some. Yeah, um, handing off Baby Yoda doesn't work though because you need Baby Yoda for the show. So if you're gonna have Ahsoka be like a a little a small feature character like Leia was at the end of Rogue One, you know you can't you can't have her take the major plot device, right? Do you th- so? Is that the assumption that because then she needs to be that a bigger Baby character. Yoda exists for this whole this whole existence of the series? You think is going to be him watching over Baby Yoda? Yeah, I mean this is this thing is like straight lone wolf and cub. Like I think that that's what they're going for, which yeah. is an old samurai yeah. comp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar. Okay, um, <laughs> I well you know because I thought especially if this thing is super popular. Um, at some point he would find wherever he's taken this baby and, and take it there. And then maybe his story would continue, Agreed, but maybe, yeah. maybe not. Cause I don't know how long are we really going to be cert 
you know, that's like a three or four season arc. You can't stretch that out for 10 seasons. So you're saying like, it's, you're saying she takes baby Yoda in like the last episode of the series or of a two or three season arc. And then something else becomes the big main point of what he's doing. Um, Why couldn't the, I, I I don't know if he's going to play babysitter for right, 10 agreed. seasons. That doesn't seem super likely to me personally, but I think it could. I don't see this show going farther than four or five seasons just because they're not, I don't think they're really doing that with a lot of shows, especially because shows get so expensive to make because you have to keep paying actors more and more. Sure. I mean, it's like, you know, even like five Stranger seasons, Things is though, a f- that's like a long time. We never could yeah. find where this baby goes. And then all of a sudden we did. Why didn't the child predict Palpatine's return? What? Oh my God! What? Chris Listen, is trying to get us uh, no, off. I'm just asking. Chris is trying to get us to wrap up speak, the topic because it doesn't talk yet. <laughs> All right, hang like, on. What are hang we on. talking about? We here? got just a few more minutes. Maybe he did know, and he's trying to tell people that oh, the, the that magic Palpatine's hand thing actually back. is he like never got, Palpatine. He never went away. Palpatine. You don't. You don't know Yoda E's sign language. He's out there. It, he's in Mexico. Could be anything. Look, uh, Palpatine. Yeah. yeah, three fingers. Three syllables. Three fingers. <laughs> All right, we got time for just a couple more. Uh, this show is off Visions the rails. are difficult That's to interpret. True. That's true. Any other last minute quick hitter predictions for this trailer? Dr. Afro. Scoop it here. Hit me with two scoops, baby. And here's how they do it they, 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 you see a Wookiee uh-huh. and you think Chewbacca. And then when the show comes out, it's ex- actually Sick. Santi. I like that. I like that. All right, well, let's. Uh, Let's blow this thing and go home. We've almost hit two hours on this show. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. I got a really good feeling about this. All right, here we are wrapping up a episode 47 of the Star Wars Friends podcast. And dang, did we talk about a lot of stuff today. And it was crazy because we had like three notes in our show notes. So I didn't have any notes. <laughs> I didn't even have any open. I didn't know there were any. Yeah, what a wild ride this one was. So whether you join us as an audio podcast or you hung out with us on the live broadcast because this is a live podcast for those that are maybe listening in post we recorded this still live. be on youtube if you want to go look yeah. at all the crap we were holding up to the camera yeah what are we uh what are we content uh we got all this content now we got content yeah we're a real podcast we got video we got audio we got everything going on so it's a fun one this is good i'm happy to have you back kyle uh happy to be back chris yeah. thanks for having me yeah Fan this favorite. is good this is, i can't wait to get a full squad back can't wait going to get a full squad back and you know, we'll see how uh, how these scoops come to pass, and if they don't come to pass, we'll just delete the tweets. You know, and just uh, we'll just hide. So <laughs> I never said that. Hey, it works for the president. So own up to it. So this has been fun. I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us on the Rogues Gallery on the live pod. Thank you for all the listeners that listen to our podcast. Thanks for helping us break 10k listens in a month. That means a lot to us, and we hope that you're enjoying what we put out on the Star Wars Friends. You can always email the show like Tyler Page did. You can send us a voice 
voice memo, show at StarWarsFriends.com. We're going to play it on the show. We'll play anything and everything. Just bring it to us strong, and that's what we want. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. It would mean the heck of a lot to us, especially with all the new listeners we have. Let us know how we're doing. We would definitely appreciate that. Tweet at the Star Wars Friends Show at SW Friends Show. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at SW Friends Show. You can find me by following me, sending me a follower request on Twitter at No One Is Chris. Where can they find you to it? Chris is like an exclusive club. A very exclusive club. <laughs> Be a cool person and you're allowed in. This is Josh, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. I'm Kyle, and you can follow me on Twitter at KB underscore legend. Oh, yeah. So we will be dropping that Kevin Kiner interview shortly after this one drops. So you're going to get a double dose of Star Wars Friends this week. And we're happy that you're on the ride with us. Now, we are going to end this episode in classic fashion. May the Force be with you. Always. Later. Hey friends, don't forget to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends podcast and leave an awesome review on whichever podcast app you're listening on. Catch up on past episodes, fun interviews, and more at StarWarsFriends.com. Connect with the Star Wars Friends on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the show at show at StarWarsFriends.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, may the Force be with you.